Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one corruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. Alright, so, um, you guys. Keep an eye on that battery. Okay. It's still on, though. Yeah, three. Okay, so the recording's starting. Um, alright, so you guys finished up with the, with the tower. And you employed Dumpling Hayfoot as uh, as your new cook and boat watcher <laughs> for uh, for uh, for the price of room and board and two pounds a month. Uh, I guess that's what you offered her. Has yep. she ever been on a boat before? Um, has she been on a boat? Yeah, she's been on a boat. Okay. River travel is common. Oh, this is your You guys are being overwhelmed with handouts, which is why I was. I was thinking you guys would journal again. Sure. Okay. Two in a row. Sure. You get ten to twenty on your. You want to read my first journal? Your first journal is like six pages long. I guess I should probably get like twenty. It's not. I guess I should. Two pages long. Are you kidding me? It looks a lot longer. It feels kind of weird to summarize when we just played it like an hour ago. (laughs) I'll I'll do the quick one. Things everywhere. Are we going to that address in Altdorf? Oh, of course. Yeah, we're there. There's no reason not to. Go where? There's an address where the letter was sent from. Oh. Yeah, that's true. There's, we can do a couple things in there. Oh. Well, we're going to know him too. Oh, okay. we want to stay for a few days. Maybe. Okay. Well, you you guys, the, the crux of what you did to get the quick summary was you went to the tower and uh, rooted out the goblins that were there. So the tower was uh, had been kind of taken over by goblins who originally were employed by Atelka and had seemed to kind of overrun the tower after she left. And you guys found some some evidence that she was uh, looking for some object of great power and that she was going to uh, search out this dwarf named Kaznar Ran who was working to build some sort of signaling device uh, that the emperor was 
was building on the River Talavik. Uh, River Talavik's up near Aldorf, so it's a little bit of a journey. Um, and, um, and uh, yeah, so then there was that, and, and you found this halfling that was going to be uh, your new employee. So, uh, you're a new employee. And, uh, yeah, there's like lots of good stuff, but I don't really have time to summarize it all, so. I'm just going to give you 20. Alright. <laughs> yeah, so much I can't even summarize it. Like, no, we actually kidding. didn't do that much. I guess I wrote more than. Yeah, you wrote quite a bit. So, I'm definitely giving you your, your full due. Okay, so you guys are. We're back in, you're back in Grissomwald? Um, uh, we we're casting off on Fluke Site 26. Right. We're heading, yeah, we're heading to Nome. You're heading south. Okay. Let's see. Um, our person in charge of sailing can uh, make our new, new roll sailing rolls. and direction once every two days. Right, so all the rolls are basically half. So one strength, uh, light winds, no modifiers, and sailing a D8. We're going to be turning around and heading back tomorrow. So if you roll tailwinds today, they'll be headwinds tomorrow. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Sidewinds, no modifier. Okay. So uh, so my agility is probably better than the dwarfs. So I guess I'll be aiding you. Well, two people can aid. Oh, sure. well, we'll both aid you. Well, you don't. Well, wait, what's the halfling's agility? Oh, that's a good point. She's probably better than you. Uh, it's her minimum agility <laughs> is better than Triaxcon's. Halflings have 30 plus to be 10. Do you ever um, sail the boat there? Don't uh, <laughs> uh, she, she hasn't, but uh, but halflings are pretty agile. I'll give her a crash course. All right, yeah, we'll give her a crash course. Okay. Uh, More like, and you thought you right. Were well, when you don't yeah. have sail, you're basically being ordered around the entire time anyway. So, yeah. all right. Is she like willing to sail, help us sail the boat? Um, yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure, no problem with that. Sweet. Um, want extra crown. I don't know how much I've aided on getting. Uh. I failed by one. Did she aid me? Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Already better than me. Alright, you crushed that roll. Uh, We're definitely getting to Altdorf. Or to Nulls. Uh, We're going upriver. Two river. degrees of success. Which means... Plus two MPH. We're going upriver. We're going upriver. So, four miles per hour. Uh, we need to go... 20 miles. Four miles per hour for two for two days. How many hours in a day are we sailing? You sail for ten hours a day. Ten, so well, we get there like mid afternoon of the first day. Of the first day. Okay. Uh, it's not very far. Oh, it's not very far. No. Yeah, they're pretty close together. All right. So, Christenwald is almost a suburb of Nuln. We, oh, really? Yeah, basically. All right. So we pay the trading fee. Do you have any cargo on you right now? I forgot. We have a, we have yeah, a crate of grain, of grain, but we're not selling it here. Um, we'll say it's for personal supply. <laughs> we'll we'll sell it when we get uh, probably to camper pad. Yes, we'll sell it when we get to camper pad. We're buying stuff here. Yes, we're buying metal here. So gnome. All right. So I'm gonna seek out a sergeant. Okay. Hang on. You got to do a gossip test for me first. Oh yeah, for the. Oh, for buying? Yeah, for buying. To find uh, the perfect merchant. Uh, uh, all right. Two crowns. I find the perfect merchant. 
some degree of success. All right, so degrees of success don't matter on that. I have thirty-four on my haggle. How's yours? My haggle? Yeah. Is that just fellowship? Yeah, unless, unless you have the skill. I don't have or, any haggle. Alright, Trax will, will hook it up with the 13 down here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta haggle with it. 34 is the highest. Okay. Was Manny our de facto guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manny was the one. He has haggle. Yeah. Yeah. Where's he's the other the haggler of the group? That's, he's our skill bitch. It sucks when he's not here. Uh, the two of us, between the two of us, we have... We have like the we have like the three fighters. We don't have like the miscellaneous pick we don't. block heel. We have sail. Guys. We have sail. That's true. I have gossip. I don't have the. I'm other the gossiper in the party. You are like one point better than Zed. Uh, yeah, I have. I have the best intimidate. Yeah, I need the sheet that shows. Actually, me yeah, pretty good intimidate. How much yeah. stuff is available? If you go for the strength route. <laughs> um, it also has have the best rowing and the haggling rules on it. And you know how important that is. Yeah, I need the sheet. If you ever need the party consume alcohol or guy. You won't once I take it, which will be a okay. Can I, I just want to make sure that's the updated one. Yeah, that looks like the updated one. Alright, so... My Hegel test. So I get plus 20 because he made it up. Ooh. Uh, I make it normally, so I have two degrees of success. Oh, I don't think the degrees of success matter on that. It's in a post test. Oh, it's in a post test. Right. Yeah, the haggling. Alright, All right, so call me out. Um, I rolled a five. We're gonna, there's gonna be some there. Yeah, you, you, you out haggle this merchant. Alright, no. 94,000 people. He bows down to your haggling skills. Alright. Eight. There are eight crates available. So we're going to be buying them. Well, we probably can't quite afford them all. I could throw we some money back into the company. We uh, just got 20 crowns. Yeah, I'm thinking we should borrow money from the three of us that are here. I need to see how much a sergeant cost before I can do that, though. Uh, okay. No. So it's metal bars. Right, so we made the Kegel test. They're 18 apiece. And then we have 8. One of those is mine. This one is yours. We're picking up metal parts. Shocks with the batteries. Metal bars. Never but never gets used, so... So you're going to go down to the to the military barracks? Yeah, barracks. Okay. Um, so there's definitely a few sergeants that are in this wow. town. But the question is, you know, do they have sort of free time to, to train you, or do you have to kind of convince them to... It's not free time. I'm paying for their time. Well, I understand, but I mean that they're not busy with something else. So I'm going to have you make a gossip test to, to see if you can uh, sort of find the right person. I could pay their commanding officer off. Like, sure. I'm just saying. I, I'm just trying to see how training. if you can find somebody readily available. I'm not saying that you can't work Zero around. Zero nine. It. Okay. I cr- like five degrees. Okay. So um, so yeah, you basically can find a, a relatively off-duty um, sergeant with, oh, okay. with that by asking around and doing some good research and work to find find, find, find somebody. <laughs> but it's not going to be free or anything. No. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So uh, so you, you gossip around and you find that there's a, there's a sergeant who frequents a particular bar and he's like off for a week. So if you head over to that bar, you're, you're trying to head over to that bar. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So you see him. He's with some other uh, some other military types, um, and the bartender directs you to him. I walk up to him. Okay. Uh, Excuse me. I hope I'm not intruding. Uh, I yes. Was hoping I have Can I help you? Time. I'm looking into uh, perhaps becoming a sergeant myself, and I, I heard uh, you might be able to f- uh, be free this week to train me. I will, of course, uh, pay for your time. Uh, yeah, so his, so his name is Dieter, you, you found out as you were trying to track him down. Uh, uh, Dieter says, uh, I, yes, I'm not really doing doing much this entire week, um, uh, but uh, of course my services are my, my services are excellent, and uh, I, of course, charge for them. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, but I can, I can show, you, uh, show you some new skills. Uh, what are you looking to learn? Uh... Well, sergeants need to be able to uh, be in command of their troops. Uh, so. Absolutely, I'm one of the best. <laughs> I need. I would like to learn some uh, leadership skills from you, and uh, maybe some strategy. All right. Involving moving troops and stuff. Be help. It'd be very helpful in my line of work. What time of day is it? It's like in the afternoon. Afternoon, right? Yeah. How much? So, how much gold do you have? I currently have fourteen. Okay. I might be spending a lot of it. I have six bucks, and I have nine. Okay. So we're not going to be able to get any more close to all of these. So let's see. Well, Zed is going to, which he is, but he's not going to. We all put in five. Is read write in the... the, uh, Read write is not a skill for a sergeant. Okay, they don't have to have read write. They don't have to read write. I don't even think captains have to read write. I could be wrong. Seems like they should be able. Should have. yeah, captains have to read, right? Okay, I'll pick it up at some point. Okay, um, the company needs to borrow. Yeah, the company needs to borrow fifteen crowns, basically. All right, they, can you put in five? We might. We'll see. Uh, uh, so he, he suggests that uh, maybe you start in the morning. We can't. We can barely cover it. <laughs> uh, I'd love to. All right. Um, uh, would you like a down payment now for your services? Um, or should well, we, we work you can, out, you can, we work out tomorrow? You can, you can pay me, pay me when we start. Um, so, 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 based on the, so you guys talk about the skills that you want to pick up. And yeah, I go he, over. He, he says he can kind of teach you the basics in about three days. Okay. Um, he says, uh, I replace speak language to land with speak language, which is loving. He says, uh, four crowns a day sound, uh. That sounds, that sounds appropriate uh, for my level of, uh, of uh, excellent teaching. I want to give you ten crowns right now. Um, make a haggle test. Okay. So, uh, I, I, I think four well, crowns a really day is perfectly yeah. acceptable for me. All right. I have two crowns left over. Two crowns left over. And I'll need to eat. <laughs> Can you put in one? Will that make a difference? Well, if you put uh, in can, one, you put in five, that's six. Then I could put in nine. I guess I'd kind of like to keep my, my last money. crown for random expenses. Right, so uh, if you put in five, you said you had six, right? I did, yeah. So right, I'll put in one. Okay. If you, if we're all doing this. I'm going to get it back, right? Yes. All right, down to one. One crown, zero shillings. Okay, I will see you tomorrow. What's his name? I'm going to write that down. Uh, Dieter. Dieter. He gives you his uh, his address where he's staying. Right over here. There's, it's, uh, 
It's sort of a ga- an imperial garrison that stays in Null, and he's part of it. Cool. All right. Um, I guess the rest of it, I'm helping him buy shit. Fourteen. And that takes us up to ninety-three. Right. So, we <laughs> so spend, we're going all in on this. We purchase. spend ninety gold crowns. On, yeah, don't don't drop these over the side. <laughs> we spend ninety gold crowns on five crates of metal bars. <laughs> we'll have to like start up with like all of Zed's money if like this fails. <laughs> yeah, we get the camper pad and it's like a glass of metal for some reason. <laughs> no, it's just like all our shit. Our shit. Our like, Zed still got a ton of money. He would totally get two crates of metal bars by himself. I mean. Well, he's not here. No. That's fine. We bought more than half of what was available. At least. Okay. So, um, I guess that's the end of that day. Do you want to... Uh, is there anything plot-driven that take the to whole do day? in Nome? Uh, we can do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I don't know how far we'd get, but we can we can visit the Four Seasons Courier Service. And yeah, we ask should. Them. I want to spend the rest of that day like learning arcane lore uh, the heavens. Okay, that's gonna. I mean, that's not gonna finish it off. But, uh, how long is, would it take me to finish it off? Um, so you. So this is um, this is your arcane lore, right? Yeah. Um. um twenty-four hours of study. All right, I spend the next twenty-four hours studying. Without without any breaks. All right, I'll sleep for eight hours. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I guess if you guys are camping out in Nome, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I'm staying on my boat. (laughs) I'm suddenly a lot poorer than I used to be. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so are you going to have dumpling, like gather food and and cook it up for you guys? Yeah, uh, that's company money. Yeah, that is. She's going to need to eat as well. Somebody's going to start paying for food. We'll give her a crown. That ought to keep us going for quite a while. Okay. So she can get us food and cook it. Are you going to give her uh, her two crowns? Uh, we did our we salary. Already salary. Okay, yeah. mark that down. Okay. Okay, well, then, uh, yeah, a crown a crown will get, especially when she's doing the work to prepare it. If she buys the raw ingredients, it's relatively inexpensive. So um, That ought to feed all of us for, like, the entire journey to Althorf and maybe more. Yeah, it will feed you for a while. I'll, I'll try to get to know our new halfling. Um, yeah, she knows... Zip. She knows... She knows Nuln. <laughs> she knows Nuln pretty well. If, if you guys need directions or anything, you can see me. I know Nuln pretty well too. In fact, like uh, I'll like go back to well after I finish doing my work. Okay. Okay. So the so we're so we're doing uh, how many days here altogether? So there's three additional three, days. So three for me. Mark that off. I guess we're gonna do on. stuff in the last day. Okay. Uh, this, this three additional days, like after today. No. Uh, after today? Yeah, I guess so, because it's going to take him that long to train. So the 27th, 28th, and 29th are all spent training. So the 30th is when we're going to do stuff and then ship out? Uh, we don't need him. No, I was going to do stuff on the 29th while he's training. Okay. We'll ship out on the 30th. And okay. Okay. Um, so let's go to the 30th then. All right, so Arcane War... I'd also like to pick up Charm. Um, sure. I should pick up Charm first. I think uh, you've already been working on that. Okay. <laughs> so, do I have any problems with entering Sergeant? Do I have any mental block or anything? Um, Can't let's... Quite fit. 
enunciate the vowels until the end. Um, what kind of what what skill does command and and uh, intimidate and stuff? When did they come under fellowship? I have intimidate already. Intimidate is fellowship or strength. And what's command? Command is fellowship. All right. I have command. I already have intimidate. I don't need it. All right. Um. Sure. Uh, make it make a test against. Uh, did you, are you are you picking up some hand to hand combat skills? Mm, street fighting or wrestling? Oh, street fighting and wrestling. That's based on strength, right? Yeah. Okay. So make a test against strength and a test against uh, fellowship. Test Give me your degrees of success strength. or failure. Can I action point that? Sure. <laughs> action point. Okay. Uh, three degrees of success on the strength. Okay. Test against fellowship. Does command fellowship? I think so. I believe so. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Actually, I have, it, I have it on the screen here. I don't see command on here. Oh, it's not talent. It's a, yeah, it's a basic skill. Uh, okay. I don't know what else it would be. Thirty-three. Okay. I fail by zero degrees. Okay. Uh, you 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 pick up everything on, on according to according to schedule. Okay. Uh, doesn't take you any longer. What is meant? I just read what these things do. I have to pick them up. Okay, so uh, we're on the 30th? Uh, we're still on the 29th, and Triax and I are going to... There's actually a few things we could do in Gnome. Um, Can I pick up some of the skills? I actually right want to start... Pull some of my handouts out of the back yeah, of that book. Sure. Yeah, let me have let me have some of those. Previous um, career, not that one. Uh, do you have that letter? Yeah, give me that letter that was. Let's see, give me that. Give me that. Yeah, this one. And maybe this one too. Um, Alright, put those back. Alright, so I want to start by making an appointment to see Oscar Helmet, if he actually exists. Okay, can I see the uh, hand up? Oscar. Oscar does exist. Alright, well, I want to start off by making a point to see him. I'd imagine you can't just walk up and see the Grandmaster of Merchant's Guild. last name is Helmet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they ask you for the reason of your of your visit um, at the Merchant's Guild. Plus 2011 skill. Uh, I, yeah, I'd say I'd like to make an appointment to meet him. I have some business I want to talk about with him. They ask, well, what's, what business is this? Uh, uh, I'm looking for a friend of mine. Uh, and I believe that uh, I have reason to believe that he had spoken to Oscar recently, and I just wanted to figure out, talk to him about him. Well, Oscar is a very busy man. Uh, perhaps you can uh, write down a note, and we'll pass it along to him, and we'll give you some pen, pen and paper. Uh, okay, I write down that um, 
uh, I'm looking for my friend Castor Liebron. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was in Null, oh, I just go straight for the uh, about this time last so. month. <laughs> yes. And I know that he spoke to you. Some of his remains were recovered, and there was a note in there um, that had your signature on it. And so I'm just trying to figure out if you knew, like, um, what his plans were, where he was staying while he was in Null, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. Um, sure. They take the note and say they'll pass it along to him. All right. I explain that we're staying, where, what the, where we're staying. Okay. On the Sigmar's Comet. And... All right, that's the first stop. Uh, go to the Temple of Shalia. Okay. I asked. Oh, the same, which was also on the same note. Yeah. And uh, who's I, the person there? Ingrid Zickerman, Priestess of Shalia. Okay. Um, Ingrid is actually possibly available immediately. Um, yeah, Ingrid's available. Okay. And she'll, she'll see you. She says, uh, hello, traveler, uh, can I help you? Yes, um, my name's Nigel Lascaster. Nigel Lancaster. I'm recently uh, in town from Altdorf, and um, I'm trying to uh, trace the whereabouts of my associate, uh, Castor Libra. Um, uh, um, uh, we're afraid that something bad may have happened to him. He was supposed to arrive in Altdorf uh, a few weeks ago, but uh, he never arrived, and... um, uh, a couple of days after his arrival date, a coachman said that he had found this note on the road. And um, we're worried that something may have happened to him, so I was hoping that maybe we could try and trace his movements and see um, where he was staying while he was in Nuln and what coach he might have taken and, and things like that. And, uh, your name was on this note, so I was hoping you might be able to help us. Okay. She, she looks it over and she says, yes, that's my signature. Um, yes, occasionally people come to me uh, due to my... Uh, my standing within the city for, for items like this. I don't specifically remember Mr. Lieberong particularly well. She kind of thinks back. Um, I say, I describe him. I say, well, he was, um, I describe <laughs> Brutus, basically. <laughs> I actually have a picture of I have a picture of him right here. Oh, she looks at it. She says, oh, yes, this actually does kind of ring a bell. Uh, I believe, I believe, uh, yes, he came in and, um, I had, I had heard, I had heard of him and, uh, um, he was a, uh, was a merchant in this town, and uh, a fairly well-to-do man. Um, lived here for quite a number of years, and uh, while I didn't know him personally, I had seen him around town, as I've lived here a long time myself. And, um, yes, he came in with various paperwork about his identity, and wanted additional um, uh, additional weight behind his identity, and so I, I signed the note. I see. Um... You said he lived here for a number of years. Do you happen to know his address? Oh, uh, I wouldn't know that, but um, you check with the city watch. So probably... Let's see. Uh, and you had never seen him before or since that day? I had seen him around around Nolan occasionally. He's uh, somewhat well known as being a, uh, a uh, member of the of the merchant class who had done, who had done quite well for himself. Let's see. Um, very well. Uh, thank you very much for your help. All right. uh, let's go. Just continue taking these in reverse order. Um, we're gonna, we're going to look for a bar in Nome called um, the Hook and Hatchet. 
Okay. Can I see the uh, reference to that? Where's the hook and hatchet on here? Okay. Yes, the uh, the hook and hatchet exists. All right, we head over there. Um, it's a it's a, very, it's a pretty nice bar, a little bit upscale. Okay. Uh, I go in there and I talk to the bartender. Uh, I ask the bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, I say greetings, good sir. I was hoping you might be able to help me out with the problem that I have. Uh, yes. Um, I'm um, trying to trace the movements of one uh, Adolphus Kufto. He's a friend of mine. Uh, and um, I recently recovered this note which indicated that he'd been in this bar uh, somewhat recently um, with the uh, talking to someone whose initials are QF. I was hoping, I was wondering if you remember him at all. I described what he looked like. Um, or if you have any particular clientele you know of whose initials are QF. He scratches his head and he thinks for a second and eventually shakes his head. No, that doesn't ring a bell at all, sir. Okay. Um, you don't mind if I uh, ask around some of your other patrons here? Oh, go right ahead. All right. I just uh, go around the bar and say basically the same story. Um... Yeah, most people have no clue. Like, nobody has any clue, basically. Okay. Bartender says, you know, that he knows many of the regulars, and none of them have those initials. Okay. All right, well... Alright, we'll go to the Four Seasons Coaching Service. Okay. You're going to get a letter, and it's going to say, it's back in chapter one, move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Caster doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> well, that's not true, because I'm like certain that he was, he was a member of the same secret society that these guys are a member of. I thought he was just like a patsy. No. And, like, those guys are still trying to contact him because they think he's Caster. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you get approached before you leave Nolan by somebody else who thinks you're Caster. Anyway, uh... Watch out. Uh, alright, so we go to the Four Seasons Courier Service. Um, okay. Um... And I say, um, uh, greetings. I'm, uh, I recently recovered a letter that, uh, um, that has the, your stationery on it. Um, and I'm trying to trace the sender, uh, to give him a message. Do you, does your company normally, um, transport messages that have your letterhead on them? Uh, yes. Well, we, we have, we, we do carry, uh, 
paper here at the at the coaching station in order to facilitate the sending of letters. Some people do not have their own paper access to it. So for a very small additional fee, we provide our own letterhead. Uh, and people are free to uh, to write the note uh, here and here, and then we will just re- send it along. I see. Well, um, the note in question was sent on um, uh, the thirteenth of the thirteenth, fourteenth, or fifteenth of Yardong, about a month ago. Um, and uh, it's very important that I get in touch with the person who sent it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have his name, but I know that his initials were M I. M I. Not sure what that would mean. Perhaps you could uh, check your records um, on those dates. Well, we don't record who sends out um, letters each day. They, uh, if somebody you know pays, we do not ask for their name, even only the uh, address and name of the person it's going to. We don't keep those sort of records. Was that taken down by a scribe? Um, Works here. Would you know who the scribe on duty was that day? Um, uh, we. This is the uh, the courier service. Um, we don't have a full time scribe, but there are a few people here who know how to read and write and are occasionally used for for that purpose. Um, would you be able to tell you who was here on the day a month ago? Do you recognize this handwriting? Is any one of your scribes? Um, do you have... I don't want to show uh, the note. Do you have... Um, do you keep records about who traveled on your coaching service? Um, no. We don't, we, don't, we don't tend to keep people's names. We do keep people's names if they make a reservation in advance, but once the time for the coach has come, we simply toss them away. But surely you must keep records of how much the money your company makes and um, how much, how many people travel on each coach and such things. Uh, yes, we, we do. Yes, we have a couple of accountants who see to that. Um, and you must uh, keep track of where your coaches are at any particular time. We have a we have a rough idea, yes. So, if I were to give you a time frame, you could tell me which coachman um, would would have left Nome within those particular that particular timeline, right? Um. Uh, yes, we could we could probably dig that up. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it's very likely that this person I'm looking for traveled from Nome by coach um, within a couple of days of this letter having been posted. So figuring out who those coachmen are would be helpful in me tracking him down. Um, so if you don't mind, um, uh, uh, I need to know um, which coachman left Nome on the... The thir- on the 13th, 14th, and 15th of Yardon. Uh, sure. Perhaps for five shillings I could, uh, um, have, have our, uh, have our accountants to our, our records and get that back for you tomorrow. Sure, I give her five shillings. 
still have five points. <laughs> yes. Until the guild master, once the guild master of the merchant's guild gets back to us, I think that's everything. Okay. Um, so the uh, okay. So the uh, the following morning, you get a note at your ship from that's uh, signed by Oscar and. Um, it just it has pretty much the same information that you got from the person at the uh, um, temple of Shalia, which is that uh, um, he knew of, he knew of Castor and um, that they uh, that they weren't you know he didn't say that they were friends or anything like that, and that he signed a note uh, corroborating his identity, and that uh, he had crossed circles with him and the merchants guild enough times to know who he was and vouch for his identity. Um, so we know this guy was a merchant. Can we go like to like some taverns or places around the merchant's district and ask around and see if we can figure out where he lived? Um, see if we can find somebody who knew him. Um, sure. Um, make a gossip test. Uh. Uh. I fail by no degrees. Um, uh, yeah, you're not able to find anybody who uh, who knows where he lives. Uh, do I do, do I find people who know of him? Um, yeah, occasionally you'll get someone will say the name rings a bell, but they don't know him personally. Uh, and, if I show like people his picture. Yeah, and they nod their head. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, can I, like, I try and figure out where they remember seeing him? Yeah, they come up blank on that. If not recently. Well, Apparently, he's been around known for a while. You can gossip to find out the places where the merchants hang out, and then go there and ask around about him. You're probably more likely to get a hit. Uh, sure, I'll try that. Okay, so so what's going on? I want to ask him, ask around about wh- what places in town, like is there a particular bar where lots of merchants like to hang out? Like in Bogenhofen, it was that one bar. Um, yeah, but I mean, you already kind of were going to those areas, so. Oh, I already exhausted all of those yeah. areas? Okay, well, I'll head back to the um, coaching place. Okay. Um, yeah, they give, you a, they give you a couple names of, of coaches. Do you want to write them down? Okay. Sure. Uh, I want, I, I'd like to know, yeah, their names and where they are. Where they are currently? Yeah, and where they're going so that I can talk to them if possible. Trixcon needs to time reversal cube to the previous day. <laughs> what for? He he goes to visit the the temple of Shalia. 
Okay. And he has, and he says, I have 17 shillings in a hole in my stomach. Oh. Someone help me with this. <laughs> uh, sure, they're happy to help you for a, for a generous donation. I'll give them all 17 of my shillings. Oh, very generous. Um, so what do you, you, you're looking for wounds, basically? Yep. Okay. Do you need first aid? No. Okay, they make it ask. Alright, we'll just spend the day there. And get back three months. Okay. Oh, we're there for three days. Probably three months back. Except for you're not resting. I was resting at night. So, closer? Yeah. yeah w- otherwise, I get six weeks out. Hmm. Read the best way to to handle it. Um, they give you sort of a rough itinerary, and they're all kind of plus and minus a few days. But uh, if you want to catch them either in Nuln or outdoor or Altdorf, um, you know, there's particular days when you could try. Are any of them in town right now? <laughs> no, neither of them are in town right now. I don't know. They've both gone north. Once you learn it, and uh, I don't think I, I don't think so. Where will they be in Altdorf? One will be in one will be in Altdorf, and one will be in Altdorf in ten days, and the other will be in Altdorf in sixteen days. All right. What are their names? Both plus and minus a few days. You have their names. I'm not going to make them all. Alright, so number one. Coachman number one in all talk in ten days. So these are the coachmen who would likely have taken who north? Uh, why well, I don't know if they took him north. I wanted to find out all the coachmen that left all tor- that left north. Right. So those well, days. presumably so who, the guy who, who presumably left. The guy who wrote the letter. The guy who wrote the letter. The QF. M I. Oh, M I. He said, uh, "I received news of a w- word of a windfall and will be traveling soon. I may be out of touch for a time." I see. So it seems likely that he traveled, and if he went to the coachman's office to send a message, it seems likely that he would go there to travel. Not certain, but likely. Right. I got you. Okay. Um, Were there any other coaches that left Nolan in those no, three days? No, just, just two. Okay. Well, it's better than I hoped. Um, okay, fun. I don't really want to spend any more time trying to check down Castor anyway. Uh, you know where he is. He's, uh, he's, chapter rot- one. He, he's rotting in a, he's rotting in a forest uh, halfway to Aldor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> oh, he's been eaten. He's long. Eaten. If we could find his address, I would like to look at we his can personal move in. effects. And, like, right, I would like I'm to look at his personal effects. He should have fortune pointed that, that gossip test because he might have very well found his address. Could have, could have, would have. But... I didn't suggest it at the time because I, I don't, I don't think his address leads. I just anything. go around asking people if they know where I live. <laughs> you could claim he's your brother. You look 
so much alike. <laughs> Farley. <laughs> Maybe he is my brother. Uh, seems possible. <laughs> I don't know anything about your family, but... Alright, I guess we head for Gnome that day, then. Or head for Altdorf. Or actually, Camp for Bad. And Camp for Bad? Yeah. yeah. We got some selling to do. Are we really going to Camperbad? It's on the way. How long of a trip is it? More than two days? Yes. Oh, there's Camperbad. Does our halfling know uh, Read Write? No. Does he know Special Club and Play? Yes. It's, uh, she actually has that a second time. Like plus ten. Oh, nice. <laughs> We were in Bogenhofen. We were much closer to trying to find a home than I realized. Uh, where's your home? It is right here. That's not that close. I think it's closer than we've been. Many, than it's true. Many. It looks close on the map, but if you were actually to travel, try and travel straight from Bogenhofen there... So like a forest in the way or something? There's like a bunch of hills in the way. Uh, Alright, start rolling. Yeah. Uh, wind strength. Is this upriver? Downriver. You're going downriver. Uh, no modifiers. Ooh, tailwind, plus one mile per hour. So we're at five miles per hour. Aid me. You are aided. Uh, she aids you as well. Gonna need it. Uh, Thirty-two plus twenty fifty-two. God, I failed by one point. Fortune no, point. There's no, 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 fortune, no fortune points. No more fortune points. Yeah. No modifier. So it still goes. We still go five miles an hour. Down for two days. For two days. So, um, yeah, right? So yep. It's one roll per... Well, the wind is one roll per two days. The sail roll is one roll per day. Oh, okay. So uh, you kind of, the idea is to kind of fill out that little chart up there as you're going along. Gotcha. That so day one, day two, wind modifier. Right. So that's why there's one wind modifier plus for two, two days. No, one, plus uh, two wind modifiers. Yeah, tail plus winds. one... Light winds, tail winds. Okay. Right? Plus one. Oh, plus, plus one, one total. Yeah. And the speed is... So then speed, speed was came out to 5, and then you go speed times 10, so that's 50. 50. And then if you reach any towns, you mark it down. We did not. So Try it again. So they were not aided. I aided. Uh, no. How much did we make? How much progress did we make the first time? Could be bad. 32. Yep, we have 4 plus... We have a 50% chance of a mishap. Let's see. High is a mishap. No mishap. But half speed. So what's what's half of speed by? 2.5. 2.5. Yeah, so 25 miles. Can't really that say can high is a mishap and then roll percentile dice. The implication is if you're rolling percentile dice at all, you're rolling the percentile chance that 50, there is. One, 51. You can say that. You can do that if you want. 51 to 100. It makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't make that much sense. You're right, but there's nothing inherently wrong with about it. When, it makes, back when it makes no sense, that, that is inherently wrong. What did you, you took my character sheet. I did? Yes. You're right, I did. And put these in the back of the journal, too. My character sheet's just that. And 
That's it. Yeah. Alright, did we get anywhere in 75 miles? No. It's 120 miles. Oh, so we'll get there in two days. Probably. That's the first half of the journey. Oh, okay. One modifier in the next two days is Fierce Wind. Oh, wait, two to eight. No modifiers. No modifiers. Zero. Alright, aid me. You are aided. You are not. Oh, this is hilarious. Uh. That's three degrees, plus three miles per hour, so seven miles per hour. Can we get there in 70 miles? Uh, that's a total of, yes, 120, 145. 145, we get there in 120. Hold on a second, I, gotta, I forgot to make my uh, encounter rolls, if there's any kind of interesting things that happen to you along the way. I'm just doing one per day. How many, how many days total has it been? Three. Three days. We've had a half day, a full day. Keep track of that because we're just going to stop off and tamper bad and then continue going. Okay. We've had a half day, one full day, and then today where we apparently make it before the full day. Well, I get one at one time. Just enough left in the company funds to pay the port fees. Oh, we're going to have to all of it, just the trading part. All right, give me a Hegel test. All right, there is, there's nothing, there are no encounters during those. Uh, one degree, success one, or fail? I fail. Okay. All right. Uh, by was, one. Oh, sorry, that was gossip. I fail by one. You fail by one. All right, uh, Hegel test. Wow, That's pretty good. I succeed. Uh, let's see. And I'll be the haggler. They succeed with a degree of success. Propose roll. What are we doing in Camperbad? Are we unloading the metal bars? Um, They also succeed with a degree of success. Do I get the extra money? Uh, For three roll. Yes, oh. it is. It is. <laughs> mm. You really want to give me this money? <laughs> two degrees. With two degrees of success. All right, you got it. All right. Uh, wow, maximum profit. All right, What's so your fellowship? Do you have the best fellowship in the party? Yeah, thirty-four. It's pretty sad. I, I have plus twenty, so I'll eventually get past you. You have plus twenty from sergeants? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> got to keep those men alive. Definitely pass me. Uh, Strangely enough, there's none from veteran. Strangely enough. Uh, you don't need to convince anybody of anything. You're you tell people about your war stories and they're like, I'm sick of hearing Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Uh, so that's 22 each. Are you making a profit? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, then we're going to sell this grain, too. Make me a uh, gossip, gossip, gossip. They're gossiped. All right, Hagel test thirty-seven. That's oh, a plus twenty. Fail. Succeed with a degree. Uh, this guy is uh, an adept haggler, and he. Uh, oh crap! We can't sell it here. Oh. 
We have to wait till all dark. Oh, well, good thing. Okay. Uh, You'd be like, I'll just take this off your hand. Yeah. And, like, you have to give me money as well. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sells grain. All right. Um, so then we want to buy wine. So make me another... Can I use that instead? <laughs> make me another... Uh, nah, roll again. Unless you want me to keep keep this roll for when you get to all dark. Fail? No, I Okay, I see. Uh, okay, haggle for the wine. I guess I'll actually point that. Same, same thing. Basically. Uh, you made the, ha- the gossip test. I failed with no degrees. Okay. Uh, he uh, he uh, runs circles around you in the haggling uh, department. Alright. Uh, so no discount on the wine. No extra discount on the wine. Um, Alright, I have to figure out how much, there is, how much wine there is. Do I get my dollar back? Uh, I'm going to see how much we can spend on one. Alright, um, so camper bed, 71,000 people. So, seven in this range, 3d10. Uh, 12, 17. 17. Crates of wine, barrels of wine. Uh, so that's more than we can afford. So they're sold for nine each. Uh, We're like buying the wine from Alexander. <laughs> like, where are we selling the wine? Altdorf. Isn't that shouldn't work? Aren't they too close? No, they're not that close. Uh, like a hundred yeah. miles away, I think. Yeah. Okay, uh... By the time no, we get your gold back. I don't? No, you have to wait till we get to Altdorf. Because you're buying a shit ton of wine? Um, yeah, I'm buying nine crates of wine. Um, by the time we get to Altdorf, we only have eight crates. One mysteriously went overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Uh, talk about drinking the profits. All right. A, a barrel of wine <laughs> is a lot of wine. <laughs> I will go ahead and get that consume alcohol skill. Then. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Uh, all right. We stop off in camper bed, sell our metal bars, buy wine, and then we continue north to Altdorf. You know, there's some skills okay, where you're not sure how to uh, like practice in getting the skill. But so what, what time What time of day did you roll into a camper bed? Because it does take a while to, uh, we to, got to, do, it was, to do all that buying in. So we went really fast on the third day. So we went 70 miles. How far was we, it there? How, uh, what was the 120. distance? 120. 175 plus 45. Yeah, so half of half of a day. Quarter of a day. Right, so you're there in, in the mid-morning. Yeah. Okay, so it's mid-afternoon uh, by the time. It takes about four or five hours to do all this finding merchants and buying and selling. All right, so instead of traveling for, what, 12 hours that day, we travel for like half of it, six uh, we'll normally travel for ten. Oh, so, so we travel for like five. Yeah. All right. So I'll just treat the rest of that as the seventy. Okay. And then we don't travel. Yeah. Just go the rest of that first day and then stop. Okay. So got it. All right. Then. So how far north did you get from Camper Bend? Uh, just another twenty-five miles. Okay. Twenty-five miles. So what's the remaining we have to go? We have to go another one hundred and five. Alright, day one, or day five. Dead calm, sailing is impossible. We're stuck For here. the next two days. For the next 
In two days. Really? No, no, re- read, read what it says under Dead Calm and Fierce Winds. Uh, dead Calm is rolled, the second day is Light Winds. Okay, so... I guess I have to put, like, zero... Zero. And then... Well, wait, well, no, 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 because we can drift downstream, right? Uh, yeah, you can, oh, you can awesome. dri- you So can, our speed is just... Whatever the we get out on the river. If we were going upstream, it's a, mi- it's a mile per hour. If we were going upstream, then we would be absolutely stuck because we would drift downstream. So we just have to anchor. But since we're going downstream, I believe it's a mile per hour. We can also get in the rowboat and tow the boat. Uh, if you guys want to row, <laughs> rowing has no additional effect while the boat is sailing. Blah 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 blah. We're not sailing. It's not sailing. Rowing speed is one mile an hour with two rowing. Two miles an hour with four rowing. If the boat is encumbered. Uh, so, yeah. So we could have two people rowing and two in ships. Where does it say where the wind speed is for upstream and downstream? There's no wind speed for upstream and downstream. It's or just the river speed. It doesn't have the river speed, but if you look at the difference, right? Like it's four versus two on the base speed. Oh, right? So, okay. it, so you can see that the, the speed of the river is one mile per hour. Right? Because it's sure. three, then four and two. It's so, so it's one mile per one. hour. Uh, no, the speed is one plus we're rowing. With oh, but people. I have to, do I still have to roll for tailwinds? No, 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 no. The there's no wind. No, there's no wind. We rolled for oh, wind yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we drift for one mile an hour so we could row and get two? Yeah, we could row and get an extra one. Okay, well you're rowing. Oh, I have the captain. I'll row. I think you can only row for so long before you get... We do tired. it, we all do it in ships. Right. I just said so on there. So okay. can we get two well, miles an hour? rule for that right. Right. Uh, So rowing with two people is how many? Rowing speed is one mile per hour. It's one mile an hour. Right, so yeah, so it's a total of two. Sweet. So we go two miles an hour all day. Hey, that is like there that's are several 20, times that's, going that's twenty miles. There are several times going upstream when that would have been awesome. All right, the next day the direction is uh, the new mode modifier. Um, so we, we, we just got so you guys you guys um, to you guys pass a. Uh, Oh, we have an encounter during the dead calm. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, you you pass uh, a this castle that I guess you would pass it on the way down, but maybe you were too busy sailing in fiercer winds and you didn't oh, right notice down. it. Castle. But there's a there's a castle, and uh, I'll show you the I'll show you the picture. If there's a picture, we're going in. Oh my god. Um, and there's and there's a and it's up on this bluff as you can see from the picture. Right. Um. So you can't exactly just pull over and say hi. But uh, you see, you see it up there. You got the rowboat out anyway. <laughs> and uh, on the other side of the castle is a small village. Um, and that's kind of where you guys pull up after your 20 miles of floating down the river. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I guess we're staying there. Yeah, we the stay night. there. Well, yeah, we stop there for the night. We go out and explore the village a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a small village, but it's, uh, you know... The, the, it's not run down. It's not a little poor village. It's sort of a, just a sort of small village where you know farmers occasionally bring their goods to sell, but they don't have the sort of crates and crates available that would put them on the map. So far away from right. buying a flail. And I go stop by the local tavern and see if he's interested in buying a barrel of wine. Yeah, for more than what they can sell at an outdoor. Yeah, um, they can sell for an outdoor. There's definitely a chance of that. It's a morning star. Right? We should definitely give that dagger to Zed. Yeah, he rolls three like a um, man. Zed can have the dagger, but he's going to be crazy. He'll buy, he'll he'll buy, buy a barrel of wine. Yeah. All right. That's what, uh, you have what, yeah, what are you going to offer? Yes. All right. Well, this is what are you selling it for? Um, I think um, 13 crowns sounds pretty fair to me. What, is, uh, what does Altdorf tend to buy it for? Uh, ten and a half. 
Um, let's take Hydro Cup. Oh, I you. But this wine is really good. Uh, make mine with no degrees. I'm not hated. Um. Um. So let's go buy it for 11. 11, huh? Well, more than we'll get for... Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> that's what, that's exactly what we would get if we made the annual test in outdoor. Oh, so are we buy selling all of it? I don't know. He doesn't want more than one. He just wants one. Yeah. Oh, just one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's all he needs. Yeah, it's a small tavern. He's not selling tons of wine. I don't know. It would be cool to have one ultra strong guy in the party. Yeah, it would, especially for beating down there. Once I'm captain, I'll be 57. But that's the long time. I don't know. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Does the sergeant have charm, too? The sergeant? No. Oh, it doesn't. So, still be better than you in charm tests, even after you get the charm fellowship. But he does have a third gossip. I could be the ultra gossiper. I'd have plus 40, and I'd have 48. I'd be 88. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> What's your fellowship going to be when you're done event reading? It'd be it. If I don't take it, it would just be it. Oh, it'd be a 48 fellowship. So 48, 48 fellowship, so 78. 48, yeah, and I'll be it. So there's... There's this there's this talk around the I'd be at fifty nine. There's this talk around the tavern about uh, about the castle that's across the way. So apparently that's um, Castle Rightguard. It's um, owned by the emperor, and um, the, the what what what's kind of interesting is that they're talking about this new law that has just been passed that uh, uh, has made being a mutant no longer. A, a crime of any sort, and uh, everybody—it's just—it seems very bizarre to everybody, and they're kind of up in arms about it. And uh, um, when uh, so he tells you about it, and uh, when uh, you know, I'm sure you don't believe him for the first minute, and then he shows you this sort of writ that's been passed out along all the river towns that that shows this, and there's a handout for it. So well, I'm not treating any mutants too kindly. I'll show you if they're not. Uh, <laughs> um, even if they may be right. evil. We're going to the castle. We're distributing our own brand of justice. Wait, this is this is something that the castle is sent around. Uh, no, it's come from Altdor. That's what but I thought. It, but it has to do. But the I guess it's what? This is an empire-wide law. Yes, but it's but it's kind of the talk of the town, especially because the the emperor's family, you know, often resides in that. Well, I've never met a mutant that wasn't hell-bent on killing me, but if I ever do, I would consider talking with him. Mutants are agents of chaos, and the Empire stands for law and order. I don't understand. This makes no sense. Not all mutants are agents of chaos. Yes, they are. Mutations are, by their nature, chaotic. Many, many mutations are not the fault of the person who is mutated. It yeah, doesn't really matter whether it's their fault or not. It's the product of chaos. It is. It is the product of chaos. But uh, the mutant is often just as much of an innocent victim as anyone else. It's like it's only it's not like an elf at fault for being born an elf. Of course he is. <laughs> only when the mutant begins destroying society and stealing from people to um, to survive, then he becomes a criminal. But just being a mutant, I can understand the basis of this law. The punishment for being an elf is you get vomited upon, and the punishment for being a mutant is death, and that's the law. <laughs> Not anymore. 
But <laughs> just no! <laughs> this is the Empire! I'll read it. I've sworn to defend it. By order of his Imperial Majesty, Right Royal Karl Franz, ruler of heights and depths, true image of Sigmar, and the exalted ruler of the Empire. Be it known to all the Emperor's subjects that henceforth the despicable practice of exiling or otherwise deposing of these unfortunate creatures, heretofore known as mutants, shall cease. Provision must be made to allow all of those with physical deformities, whether they are born with them or whether they develop in later life, to take their rightful place in society. It is His Majesty's considered opinion that there are no such things as mutants, and the application of, an, of such a nomenclature is henceforward illegal. Controversion of any of the articles in this proclamation are punishable by death. Signed. Uh, I can't read the signature, but it's definitely not Karl Franz. It's like... Gingel... Wait, this is no soft G in German. Gingelmer... Schnitzel... It changes everything! Here, I'll read that name N for you. N N A Give me that paper. You can't read. And then there's yes, something even written... Something to the Empire. Something... It's like... Uh, Greg... Gregauer Schnitzel Untbus. I can't read the part below. I don't know what it is, but it's probably a pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I think me arse is getting kind of dirty. That's what I think of that law. The keep says, hey, don't crumple that. That's the only one we have in this town. That is a heresy! Mutants are chaos! Well, what, what so I, I, I agree with you, Mr. Dwarf. Uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what to make of this. You know, you know what I think? I think it's that the Emperor's son is uh, a mutant, and he's passing this law to protect him. What's the Emperor's son name? Is that their son is a mutant? That's what I think. I've, haven't you haven't you heard that? They say he's, a, they say he's an imbecilic dolt. I, heard I bet it's chaos that's penetrated his brain. I heard that he was a mutant. Well, it's only one explanation for a law like this. This law, it's blasphemy and it Some makes no sense. And I can't believe the real emperor would ever sign such a the print the the young horrible piece the young of paper. prince's name is Wolfgang. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see if any mutants start coming out of the woodwork. They'd best not come out in hair. Trax, you're entirely too stubborn and opinionated on this subject. I think you need to be a little bit more open-minded. <laughs> When's the last mutant that you met that didn't just kill everyone? Well, I never met one that didn't try and kill me immediately, but I'm sure there must be some out there. <laughs> there aren't! What you say is what is out there. I think if we meet a mutant that isn't hell-bent on killing us, we should attempt to converse with them. I'll bet there's some elves that aren't quite pansies all the time. If there's an elf, he will be vomited upon. <laughs> that is still the law. <laughs> yes, well, well, there's nothing in here about elves, unless you consider elves mutants. Alright, I guess tribes. Yeah, he takes very strong in a strength advance. He's now super ripped. And he tries to like... Pick up the bar and, like, smash it with his hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fascinating. Hulk smash! What are you at? Like, 52? Yeah. Nice. 52 strength, 54 cup. Alright, anything else happened in that cool village? Uh, okay. no. Alright, we push off and head to the head for all 41. Okay, it's a new day. You have, you have light winds today? 
Light winds today. We have light winds, and we have no tail winds or no head winds. Um, we need to, I need aiding. You're aided. Uh, you're aided twice. Uh, that's zero degrees. Dumpling's just about got this uh, stuff down. Fifty-nine. She's not pissed that we hired her to be a cook, and she's actually a sailor. No, Uh, I'm sure she. This is much more entertaining in her life. It's it's kind of exciting for her, a little too exciting for her taste, but it's not too bad. I mean, you guys haven't like had fierce winds or anything yet. No, so to her it seems like pretty pleasant work. Working outside, like getting the hang of it. Forty miles we go that day. All right. I get another. Well, we started. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, more good stuff. Um, sorry. One, two, three days. And eleven, twelve. Getting there. Um, there is something wrong. There's you got this evil cult that Father Roshan warned me about is clearly taking place. Uh, so you guys, you guys encounter a boat. Before you, do the next demo. you guys encounter a boat coming uh, the opposite direction as, as you. And uh, it's kind of an interesting boat with... Uh, it's just not constructed the way most river boats are. It's got... Uh, it's kind of more like a rickshaw, if, uh, if you know what that looks like. But... Uh, a rickshaw is not a boat. A rickshaw is a cart with two wheels that a Chinaman pulls. Yeah, right. a dude on it. That is a rickshaw. What are those boats called? With, you know the ones in China that are sort of like they go really slow on the river and they have uh, the guy standing on it, like sailing. Um, no, like they actually have sails, but you know they're kind of really old. They're kind of really old. Not really in China, they're in Vienna. Yeah, gondolas. I think is okay, what you no, know. Yeah. All right. Well, forget forget my. Uh, Right. My, 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 it doesn't happen because I can't. Yeah, I can't. I think that'd be hilarious to have some dude run along the water, pulling <laughs> some other dude down the river. You have to be like swimming, though. No, he walks on water. Oh. It's Jesus. <laughs> I think it's Moses. We encounter Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be yeah. That's going yeah. That's going in the book. I asked him if he wants to buy any wine. I got that. I'll just buy your water. <laughs> Can he sell us some wine? <laughs> he sells wine at a twenty percent discount. Um, okay, so you encounter this boat. It's sort of it's sort of it's uh it's low. It doesn't have um it kind of has like a tent like yours, but it's higher. It goes all the way along the entire length of the boat. And um, it's sort of just long and and uh, long and wide, and it doesn't travel particularly fast. Hell. And as as you uh, you guys pull up to it, and uh, there's a bunch of gypsies who sail it. They have a sort of typical gypsy, you know, garb with the big hoop earrings and and all that stuff. And they kind of hail you down and and ask if you want to buy anything. And they apparently sell all sorts of Perhaps interesting things. We have wine. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gypsies would be interested in, in a barrel of wine. Oh, I've heard the gypsies are wandering vagabonds that are no good and just swindle you out of all your money. Uh, you're not the captain, so why don't you keep your mouth shut? <laughs> <laughs> That's one, mate. You just got one. You are now at the count of one. <laughs> hey, I don't think he's a mate just yet. Sorry. He's a sergeant. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Uh, we take a look and see what they have to sell. Do they have any flails, perhaps? 
perhaps a morning star. I am not flying a flail from a gypsy. That shit's gonna fall apart as soon as you swing it at anything. Um, repeating crossbow. Yeah, repeating crossbow. Wait, where were we? Wasn't he getting? He's getting one in Altorf. Uh, uh, so we're on our way there. Yeah, we're on our um, way there. They actually sell all sorts. Not to be able to afford it though. They sell all sorts of uh, precious gems and metals, and they have um, uh, jewelry and things like that. And uh, I'll sell them some jewelry. I don't really have a lot of cash. You can sell. What's, 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 oh yeah, we have some jewelry to sell. Uh, yeah, they'd be interested in buying jewelry. Yeah, we've got a silver necklace and two silver earrings with black stones in them. And four silver pieces of cutlery. And four pieces of silver cutlery. Right, they're not interested in the cutlery, but, uh, yeah. That's because they're barbarians and eat with their hands. Well, we could cross their palms with silver and they'll tell us our fortune, right? Um, they... Doesn't that how gypsies work? They'll tell you whatever lies that they think will remind them the most money. Um, I'd be happy to give them a fork if they'll tell me my fortune. I'm not doing anything else with these forks. I'm gonna eat it. Eat uh, yeah, they offer you five gold crowns for the uh, for the for both uh, pieces of jewelry. Really? Total? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or each? Five for all together. All, all right, right. Together. we will stop. Um, as you're kind of looking through there, th- so you guys kind of pull up um, with you know next to each other with some ropes, and as you're kind of looking over their things. Uh, Nigel, you notice a particular amulet that they have seems to have a magical quality to it. Really? Yeah. I, um... You're like, oh my god, I must have it. <laughs> <laughs> I say... I'll pay everything. Uh, I, I, I try to conceal my excitement. <laughs> and, um... I kind of... Your eyebrows go up. What, what's, like, uh, what else is displayed? Down. Like, I want to look for the thing that's, like, right next to it. Um, it's with a group of amulets, like some of them, you know, are more ordinary than others. Okay, so I go, I ask them, so, um, tell me about these amulets here, they don't look very interesting, but they have something about them, I don't know, maybe I could give them to my, uh, my sister back in Marion, it's kind of interesting. What exactly are these? Okay, um, so there's, there's, there's an old lady who's kind of helping you with, with, you know, looking through the different things, and, uh, she expounds upon how precious and, and... Um, excellent all of the the metals and gemstones are in them. And when she gets to the one that you uh, you believe to be magical, she says that um, this one is particularly interesting. Uh, it uh, it has the power to curse any man. Really? Yes. Now, I know something about curses myself, and I don't think this amulet looks particularly ominous. What exactly is it supposed to do? Well, uh, if you... Uh, if you uh, wish harm upon another, simply wear it and wish your harm upon them. <laughs> she tells you, like, some of the other amulets have interesting powers as well, but you don't think that they actually do. But this one, maybe it does. I see. Try haggling for a separate amulet. <laughs> well, it is going to be my sister's birthday before I get back into Marienburg. I might be willing to buy this one. Um, how much? This one is the most precious of all of my amulets. Of course, you, you, of course, you can see it is. Uh, it is. It is so intriguing. Um, perhaps twenty gold crowns. Twenty gold crowns? Are you kidding? Like, my entire cargo would barely fetch twenty gold crowns. I don't think so. I might be willing to give you four. Four, four is a pittance for something like this. 
says the power that you don't even know. Power. What power? power? There's no power in this animal besides perhaps the ability to make my sister happy when I give it to her. Um, it's always good. We get it on. Geez, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't possibly go lower than I'm sixteen. I got this awesome draw. Sixteen. That's straight draw the flush draw. Sixteen. I, I just. I, I can't. I can't justify spending that much on my sister's birthday present. I mean, maybe six. I might be willing to part with part with six gold crowns for it, but I just. I can't go any higher than that. She pulls it back. Just, apparently, we are at an impasse. Very well, good day. Alright. It's worth some experience to buy that, by the way. Um, I can't okay, afford it. The entire party, if we pulled all of our money, I think we would barely have 16 gold crowns. And that's if I have one crown and I'm not giving it to a gypsy. And that's if I took all of the money out of the company, too. That, that Actually, that would buy it. If you told him that the amulet was special, he would give you his crown. You would get the one to a gypsy. Because it's better that we have it than the gypsies. How about we trade stuff for it? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, what, what did they I say our jewelry was worth? F- five. That's true. Uh, Alright, well... I have a two-handed sword. Alright, so hang on. Wait, if I pay, it's probably worth like 15 bucks. If I repay my debt, the debt to myself out of the party, the money we got from that innkeeper for the wine. That, uh, A 200 sword. That brings me up to 9. Holy shit. How much is it worth? It sells for 20 bucks. But this one's like kind of low quality. Will they, will they trade it for that straight up? Uh, there's six gold. They don't really, don't think they they don't really deal in weaponry. Uh, but they know the value of such things. You're right. They, they could take it off your hands, inventory. but you probably wouldn't get full value from that. All right. Well, you guys, are you guys opposed to me taking the six gold that's in the party inventory and all of my money and I'm like, not opposed to somebody that. lending me a gold, and then I would have enough? I'll loan right. you half a gold. I'll loan you the other half. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down to one gold, just like you are. So at least this way, we both have a little bit of money. Okay. But I'm still owed the gold. Wait, we have 11 gold from the wine we sold, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm counting that. Oh, you're counting that? Uh, well, you're using money. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I, I'm repaid myself out of the oh. out of the. I repaid the debt that the company owed me. Oh. But not that the company owed either of you yet. Okay. There's not enough to repay the money that the company owes you guys yet. Okay. So you bought it for sixteen. Uh, yeah, so I buy it for sixteen. So you're gonna, so you're gonna buy it for sixteen. She says, she says, "Oh, a wise change of heart. This is, uh, you, you will enjoy it. I promise." If I ever want to go into the next career, I need to collect some magic items. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. You're on your way. Oh, yeah. I crazy. think, yeah, it's like you need three magic items in order to well, get Well, you got the it. dagger. You got the sword. Uh, the dagger is not really it. mine unless you want to give it to me. I guess if you're not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. I'm going to give it to Zed, I think. Yeah. Well, eventually you guys will all be done with it. But that. Zed will eventually give it to you if you need it. Because he will be using, like, his redeeming crossbow. Uh... It's not really mine any more than it's yours, right? Sure. So you own a part of that dagger. I'm sure that dagger's right. something. Sure. It's probably worth like 30 gold or something like that. That dagger's got to be priceless, actually. Well, priceless items. Like someone who some really sort of wanted one for whatever they wanted it for is going to want it way more than 30 gold's worth. Sure, but like an arms dealer is going to... Alright, so I spend the rest of that uh, 
that part of the day examining the de- the amulet. Okay. Well, and now we can put it on. And yeah, I'll put it on. Oh no, that's uh, okay. And are you going to like think bad thoughts about somebody, or uh, <laughs> I don't know what what do you want to do with it? Well, Trix is supposed to be cursed anyway, right? I mean, that goblin did put a curse on him. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> he'll never know who did it. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm uh, <laughs> Don't try to do anything that might sink our ship or lose our cargo. Alright, I, I won't actually try and curse something and yet. I'll wait till we get to Altdorf and then I'll try and curse like a rat or something. <laughs> Probably need to curse like a person. Uh, okay. I don't see why a curse wouldn't work on a rat. Because that's well, she described it Like as Lord Archibald or a top member's on. No, I'm not even going to try. Alright, the next day... I did have one back. Uh, wind strength. Fierce winds, plus 2 miles per hour to speed, minus 20 sail test. Okay, and then... Uh, on, on fierce winds, Dumpling does not wish to sail. She wants to stay below decks. Uh, uh, Triax will... I guess it's doing Triax. Okay. You are not even close to being needed. Like, not nope. remotely. Wow, minus 20. We're getting capsized. We are. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> We're dead. We just died. Alright, high is bad. What happened here? What are you, what are you, what are you rolling on? Right, it's not bad. It's not bad. The mishap, of course. So is this an actual mishap or a small mishap? There's no mishap. Oh. There was a 50% chance of an yeah. actual We mishap. actually go pretty fast, though. <laughs> we go... Even half of six is... Uh, two or three, so we got three. Wind modifier was uh, two. Yeah, fierce winds has that's its advantages. So right. did that cost us the the necklace and the earrings? Yes. Yes. Okay. But you're and gonna owe us money for that. I owe each of you ten silver. I'm not. Oh, well, the party owes us money for the necklace, right? Like a gold. Thing. I sold the money, went into the party inventory, then I asked if you guys cared if I took the party money and bought the amulet. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a party amulet, so no, I don't want to be paid back for the necklace and the... Okay. And the earrings. It's a party... I paid, it's not more, than, I it's paid not, more than half the cost of part, my own money. And you're wearing it. Well, you have to pay the party back. The Fine, I'll pay the party... I'll owe the parties. I'll owe the party seven gold. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's either the party's necklace... And I will necklace. owe you... All right. I'll owe the party six gold, and I owe you two ten children. Yeah, it's either the party's necklace, or it's your necklace. I think you wanted it to be your necklace, so you would owe the party. Okay, uh... God, I still have to make another sailing test. Okay, aid with, me for tonight. With fierce winds? Yeah. You guys both aid me for tonight. Not even close. Wait, I thought you made one per day. Yeah, that was that day. Right, the next day it's not Fierce Winds anymore. It's yeah, Fierce Winds doesn't last for... Oh, it goes, okay. Yeah, it now goes. it's the Strong Winds? Okay. Yeah. Well, I have minus 10 sail, so am I aided? No, that's a 73. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if I'm even in the uh, plus 6 of Doom. I don't think so. I think I'm only in plus... Oh, wait, let's see. Is it 6 degrees of failure is bad? Oh, four degrees of failure. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely four degrees of failure. Okay, uh, high is bad. No mishap. Barely. Coin flipping. Alright, half speed. So I think it's another. Which speed of three? Which one are you rolling on? 
four plus degrees? Four degrees of failure. Half speed, 50% chance of mishap. Of a full mishap. Yeah. And I've rolled not right. a mishap. Yeah. Alright, so we went... So since Camperbad, we've gone... 25... Oh, sorry, 25 here. 45, 85, 145 miles? Uh, that, yeah, we make it. It's 130 miles. Okay. Oh, so we're pulling in at like nighttime. We're yeah, pulling in that night. We're pulling in, in the late, late afternoon. So, uh, the company pays the fee in all doors. Or we'll have to pay both of them. That was some sketchy ass almost I'm definitely upping my ability next just for sailing. Uh, agility's pretty solid all around. It is, agility is very solid. But I, I had okay. to spend all my free experience to up my toughness. Yeah, definitely worth it. Oh, where's the guy's house on outdoors? We go on the guy's house. Pulling the alt door. We don't. We can't really sell that night. I don't. Well, maybe we can. We get there in the late afternoon. Can we still? Um, late afternoon. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Make gossip check. You're gonna have to make two. One for wine. Wine gossip check. Fail. And one for that's the dead. Two portions. Of oh, portion point it. Don't fail. Succeed. Yeah. And then the grain one. This doesn't really matter. Succeed. All right. Do mark off your gossip, your 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 portion point. Damn it! All right. Uh, wine haggle test. Uh, uh, succeed by. Uh, let's see, fifty-four minus sixteen. Succeed by three degrees. Okay, you are successful. Good. Uh, all right. Grain haggle test. No, you made that gossip test. Succeed with no degrees. On the nose, actually. Alright, so try to take your five gold back and prove to take your one gold back. Still not enough to buy a flail. So I have one gold and ten shillings? Oh, is that the one gold for the wine? Plus yes. the ace flops, so he checks it. Plus. Gus is totally gonna like bluff him out of this. So are we like rolling in the company dough at this point? Uh, did you, did I make the, did, did, was your degrees of success enough for the grain? Oh, I haven't rolled on the grain yet. No. Okay. Uh, so, so, so how much is that grain eventually going to fetch us? Just curious what the price of saving that guy's life was. <laughs> like a little more than three crowns. Really? That's it? We only have, oh, one barrel of grain is three crowns? Yeah, it's, yeah three crowns, three shillings. Yeah, better than nothing, I guess. That's our company coffers up to. Um, 88 crowns and three shillings. Where did we start at? 
thought we started with like one map. I think you guys paid yourselves some of it. We paid out. Uh, we've had to pay a lot for the renovation of the boat, like the repairs of the boat, um, like hiring the chick, all of the food, all the port fees, and, and we paid ourselves out. Didn't you? We paid ourselves out five. Uh, we made, if you're curious, not counting the grain, uh, on the trip up here, we made about twenty crowns, buying and selling bars. And buying. Which is pretty much, I mean, we borrowed 15, right? so we made, like, all of that back, basically. Anyway. Um, I'm so broke now. I have, I have seven shillings to my name. Didn't we just get five crowns each? We got one crown. No, you got one, you got the five crowns left that you owed, that the party, that the company owed you. Oh, I got five crowns. Yes. Yeah. I got it back. You got yeah. it back. So they're broke. You're not. Does the company owe anybody any money? No. Okay. All right. We got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, well, we got to go to this house. We got to go to that guy's house. Or yeah. Although we need to ask around about the guy first. I don't just want to barge into his house. Surely people have heard of Lauren Durrell. Sure. Uh, yeah, we can gossip him. Uh, can I start gossiping around for that name? Um, sure. It's going to be a difficult test. Um, well, first, let's just get general news. It's always good to gossip for general news when you go into the camera. Good I think we've ever done that. Well, you should do it every time. <laughs> Alright. What's been going on in all the Well, because you don't do that, I kind of just, like, started off for you guys. <laughs> Generally. I noticed that. Alright. I, I have to. I have no other choice. I succeed. What's going on in these days in all Um. Do they talk about the mutant thing? Let's see. So... So some of the so some of the news. Um, okay, so you already got the news that that uh, that the emperor had fallen ill and that people were were concerned about the problems that would occur if he were to die because his son would would uh, would take over and that wouldn't that wouldn't uh, go very well. So that's uh, that's something that you hear, but I think you've already heard that. Um, and then yeah, of course the 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 new edict is a big talk of the town. Um, the uh, um, the talk of that sort of small civil war that was breaking out doesn't seem to be as uh, as big a, big of a deal as it was a week ago. Um, so the emperor is still ill then. Yes, the emperor is still, still ill. Still found a way to sign this law or to make this. Well, law. I don't. It was probably his son or something. Um, a new piece of information that uh, that you haven't heard before. Um, is that uh, there have been some riots that have taken place in, in a few small towns in, in the Middenland, which is a province not not too far from here. I think that's um, a little bit to the east. Yeah, it's, the provinces are better marked on this map. And there's been riots? Middenland. Yeah. It's like just north of here. Right, it's not, not far from here. And the... The the, the, the the reason, according to the rumors that you're hearing, is that the uh, um, uh, the followers of Sigmar are rebelling against what they claim to be persecution at the hands of the Knights Panther. The Knights Panther are a group of uh, Templars who follow Ulrich. 
So, yeah, not How particularly. How the followers of Sigmar are going to stand up to the Fury? Look <laughs> <laughs> at the Fury name after him. Like, how can you, how can you compete? Yeah, nothing, uh, yeah. nothing that like directly pertains to you guys. Uh, okay. Oh, that does pertain to me. Persecution from the Knights of something. The Knights Panther, uh, Templars of Ulrich. All right. I guess I'll have to learn more about this myself. All right. Go ahead and gossip away. <laughs> like, what's the deal? Okay, I have no idea. No additional information. Actually, if I hit up a dwarf, which I would, I would actually make that test. Uh, all right, make. There's a, you got a twenty percent chance of hitting a dwarf. I did not hit a dwarf. Okay. I'm going to follow up on this at some point. All right. Uh, so I'll do that hard gossip check. Is it minus 10 or minus 20? Uh, minus 20. You guys can all try it, though. I would be trying it at a negative seven. <laughs> try it. Yeah, not with minus 20. That doesn't make sense. I find, I find no hope. Okay. Um, yeah, just, so just asking around about him. I mean, it's a really big town. It does not turn up anything. Oh, well, we go to, like, uh, where's, what's the address? It would be... 34, uh, we go to All Alright, we go to that street and we look for a bar on that street and we ask there. Or like a corner store or a flower shop. Yeah, or right. Everything. Yeah, there's, there's, um, there are small, there's small stores there. There are no bars in that, in that area. It's kind of a residential area. Oh, well, we ask. In the north the part of town. Stores around there. Okay. Um, Perhaps the postman or the dairy deliverer guy, delivery guy, or the Something like that. Um, yeah, there's there's a uh, there's a general store that's across the street from that address. All right. And uh, when you ask in there, you don't need to roll that. They've they've uh, they know, they know who Lorinderella is. He's an elf who lives across the street and uh, buys things there. Um, have you seen this man? I describe Ernst. Um, describe Ernst. You describe Ernst. Yeah. Uh, about uh, normal height, white guy, brownish uh, hair. I could give a better description than that. <laughs> I spent a lot of, I spent like three whole days in a coach about six inches from If someone back. asked me to describe Alan, I could not describe Alan to the point where they would have any idea who I was talking about. I'd be like, uh, got kind of goatee, he's kind of normal height, he's white. <laughs> have you seen him? <laughs> like, how do you describe someone to where it's... Maybe um, maybe if you're James I Joyce. Can describe, I mean, without ever having seen Ernst, I can tell you he's um, probably about 5'8", thin, uh, brown hair, like, um, like uh, it comes down to about here on his neck, uh, probably wearing nondescript gray clothing, at one time. Um, the academic type, probably uses a lot of big words, um, probably doesn't say much at all, though. Um. Yeah, thin guy. That's a pretty good description, and that's without even having ever seen it. Good luck. I would not trust any positive or negative tips I got without an actual picture. I think there's a decent chance that they could see them. If you were a good artist, you could draw a picture of Ernst because you have seen them. Yeah, there you go. Just uh, get some police sketching skills, and you know, off you go. What, would that, what skill would that fall under? <laughs> Good question. Artistry? 
See? What did I tell you? I just described that guy without ever having seen him. Except the crazy hair. No, I said he has hair that comes down to about here on his neck. I think he wears a helmet or something. Okay, if you could draw that picture, that would be much better. <laughs> yeah, why don't you do that? <laughs> anyway, have they seen him? Um, yeah, your description doesn't seem to ring a bell with, with, the, uh, with the shopkeeper there. Okay. But they do know who Lauren Dahl is. is he, I asked him if he's around. Have um, they seen him in the last day or two? I haven't seen him in the last day or two, no. Like, last week, though, they saw him? Uh, maybe a week, week and a half ago. He comes in, you know, at some frequency to buy supplies. Right. Um, I ask him, like, if... Uh, what do they think about having an elf living in the neighborhood? Is that, like, are they okay with that? Oh, yeah, he's a... Uh, well, he's a he's a <laughs> physician, so he's uh, he's known... Oh my god, he like kills <laughs> He's uh he's known a little bit around the neighborhood. Um he seems, you know, like a he kinda keeps to himself mostly, but uh um, um yeah, he's known he's he's you know Are you still like really doesn't beat up? doesn't stick out um, too damn. He doesn't stick out, you know, particularly um much. They don't know a terrible lot about him. Okay. So, I mean, what are you exactly thinking here? Like um, we, can so we make an appointment. We go in and we visit him. We beat him within an inch of his life. <laughs> I knew that was coming. And yeah, then we throw him in the river. Always one for the direct approach. Right? Like, the fact that he start help doesn't help the fact that he's an elf. I don't really think <laughs> puking on him is not going to help. We don't oh, that's a triax. That's just what you would do to every normal. We're, elf. we're far beyond puking <laughs> that. <laughs> Man, you need to pick up projectile vomit. Yeah, what um, would you provide financial aid to Tulkaharzan? And you're an elf. Pretty much the beaten's the best thing that you can look forward to. Um. Hmm. All right. Um. All right. I want to like examine his house. Okay. Um. So the uh, the house that he lives in is actually sort of a split level uh, type of deal where somebody lives on the bottom floor and somebody lives on the top floor. Okay. And there's a separate entrance for each of them. Duplex. All right, yeah. which one is Lorendal living? Uh, he lives in the top one. Does it look like he's home now? You uh, know there are, like, lights in the windows? Or yeah, it's, I guess it's come on to evening now, right? Yeah, the bottom the bottom one that he um, <laughs> that he doesn't live in, according to the shopkeeper, uh, does have the lights come on at a reasonable hour, but the, but the upstairs does not. If only Zephyr here. <laughs> are there any easy access windows? Um... No, I mean, still on the second floor, above the first floor. Right, but there's like steps that lead up to a door or something like that. Right, there. it's the steps so that lead like up to a door. that overlook the steps. Um, yeah, one of the windows, you know, overlooks the steps. Uh, but it's closed and shuttered. And the breaking in. I think we shouldn't get ourselves arrested. I think it's absolutely the smartest thing to do. I I agree, but I think he's not. I don't think he's home. 
I'm not much for breaking into places. Yeah, I know. If Zed was here, like we would be like, pick the lock, head in immediately. But not. I can spend 20 minutes, or no, I can spend an hour like smashing the door. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, no one notices. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. people downstairs are like, "Hello, uh, what's going on?" I don't think he's home. Must be another. Just person. knocking. I was hoping he opened through the door. <laughs> well, uh, I. I don't think he's here. We oh, we can find that out easily enough. All right. We go to the Physician's Guild and ask if he's available. No, we can find it out by just knocking on the door. Alright, yeah, let's try that. I don't think he's there. Sure, we'll try it. Okay, walk up and knock on the door. Yes. I like it. There's no answer. <laughs> after after five, ten minutes, you don't believe it. Trix kind of looks around. Is there anyone, like, around? Um... It's a residential street. There's like a person here or there, but it's not busy. Like, you could, if you waited a few minutes, you'd eventually find a time when no one was looking. If that's what you're looking for. All right, maybe we should try the direct approach here. We could go to the Temple of Sigmar. We could present our evidence, and we could have them just come in and break down this door and figure out what's in this house for us. We'd find the loony cleric, so I'd be like, sure, we'll help you. We have, like, some pretty compelling evidence that this guy is in league with chaos, right? We actually don't. We don't even have evidence who this letter was written to. No, we got the address. We have Lauren Durrell's address, which is where we are now. So well, we, like but we have no evidence that he wrote this to Atelka. Well, if we tell them that we found it in Atelka's house... I mean... I don't see why they wouldn't believe it, especially you. I mean, you're like an upstanding dwarf of Sigmar. I am, and I'm sure they... Believe me? Okay, maybe not. I don't know. Like, Father Rafshan was the only one in the in the temple and Boganoff in the Blake me. Well, maybe Hieronius is in town. If we if we can find him... Alright, I start, like, looking for Hieronius. If we're going to beat this door down, I could just do it. I don't want to beat the door down without getting permission from somebody <laughs> who has authority in this town. You know, like, the Temple of Sigmar. Or, like, Hieronius. Alright, I start looking for Hieronius. I'll start off with Ethicologies. Okay, well it's night. Do you want to wait for the next day? I don't know. How close does he live to the colleges? To the college of, uh, Celestial College? Mm. 30 minute walk. Oh my god. That's a long ass walk. Altorf is a big town. Can we take a taxi? No, he doesn't live close to it. No. Alright, I guess we'll wait for the next day. Um. Thank you. Why don't I talk to Manhattan to Laura and Adam in 30 minutes? I think it is. You think it is worth taking this place out tonight? But I would be terrible at it. What do you mean? You have shadowy. That's the ongoing joke. <laughs> you got a I have an advanced skill at 18. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's worth doing. We'll stake the place out. Okay, so he's going to sort of loiter across the street all night? Uh, we'll try and find a dark corner. <laughs> okay. Or an alleyway. Or whatever, yeah. No, we pull a Manny and we find some steps and pull out our books and just start <laughs> reading for the whole night. <laughs> no, we don't do that. Alright, let's... 
Um, there's no activity for the first three hours. Okay. You want to continue to stake it out? Mm-hmm. Um, during the second three hours, uh, a couple of watchmen come by and kind of ask you what your business is and why you're loitering. Uh, we're here to see the physician. Yeah, we're here to see the physician, and we're—he's not home, and we're waiting for him to return. Come back in the morning. Uh, it's very urgent that we speak with him as soon as he returns. Mm. I think you—I think you boys better move along. Fine. I don't think you understand. It's absolutely imperative that we talk to him the moment he returns. About what? I'm sorry. That's personal. All right, make a charm test. You minus one. I fail. You boys better move along. We don't. We don't. We don't have people. Just man, my my young friend here. He hasn't paid right for weeks. We heard that this stupid elf is the only one in all of Aldar who can cure his unique condition. Really? Really. <laughs> uh, sure, you could make your own charm test. <laughs> Give me your degree of success or failure. Uh, that is only three degrees of failure. <laughs> he, he, he's going to hear none of it. He says... He says, if you, if, you, if you don't move along now, I'm going to be forced to uh, arrest you all. And what exactly does that involve? Taking you to the lockup. I'm moving along. I see. And then... Um, you guys later. After I explain <laughs> the letter to the watch captain, can I have you sacked and thrown in the river? I think we'd best be moving along. You have dodged low. I'm already low. like ten feet away. <laughs> Alright, he has strike to stun and he hits you to the head. These are always to the head. Alright, he has to make a strength test. Yeah. It's successful. He fails his strength test. Alright, so he punches me in the <laughs> He face. hits you in the head. Yeah. Alright, I turn and run. Alright, um. Just going up the street, basically. You're wherever, yeah. All right. He uh, he gives chase for a few steps, but he kind of flags and stops. And uh, he I runs past me as I'm walking <laughs> like that. I say, mate, you go up and down the street a lot, right? Well, I mean, what I said it, it was the truth. Um, so can you tell me when when we can find the the good doctor, and because we need to see him. Uh, he says, I don't really know. Uh, about the doctor in this area, but uh, I'm sure if you try in the morning, it'll work out better for you. All right, we'll do that then, mate. He says, all right, move along now. All right, I go back to the boat. So, how's your head feeling? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, okay, are you, is there any particular other place you're going to? No, I have that to are you trying to see about getting that guy fired? <laughs> Alright, morning morning breaks. Yeah, I go serious.
out of town and he left about five days ago. His whereabouts are unknown. Okay. Um. Alright, I'll just go to the College of Wizardry. I have as good a chance with them as with anybody. Okay, with, with your particular college? Yes. Okay. What is your college? It's a Celestial College. Okay. Um, what do you wish to... Uh, so you wish to present some evidence about the... Uh, yeah. About an elven physician who's in town? Uh, yeah, well, I want to bring them up to date on Italka. I mean, Hieronius kind of hired me, but I'm sure right. he told them yes. like, they about are, our mission. And yes, I want they're, to they're like, bring them up to speed on what's been happening. So I bring, like... Pretty much all of the evidence we have, including like, um, yeah, the letters and stuff we found that she had, and the scroll that had the prophecy on it, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, they uh, they uh, thank you for your your diligence, and uh, they take take notes, and uh, they say that they'll that they are continue their investigations, and they're they're happy that you've made the progress that you had. Anyway, and then I'll explain to them about the elf. I'll say I think it's important that we search this guy's house. Um, they they say uh, that they kind of agree with you, and uh, you know they don't really have the power to to break into people's houses, but they will lend their the weight of their word behind yours and author a note that you could take to the watch that might help back you up a bit. Okay, in case we get caught. We mean in case we we'll just go there and tell them we need to break into this guy's house. I think the object would be to not get caught in the first place. <laughs> We're not going to be able to do this subtly. We don't have the skills. Well, if we go there now, and they say, like, no, get the fuck out, and then they're going like, to, like, If we go to the watch and say we need to break into this guy's house, Ward might very well get around to that guy before we even get to his house. Or they'll be like, no, you can't break into that house. He's not they'll start there. Their house. I'm saying the watch. Ward is not going to get back to that guy. He's not there. He's probably not there. So there's probably no reason why we just can't go to the watch and have him break down the door to his house. Because the watch will say no. Yeah, the watch will say no. And then we'll be on the watch. Why no? We have like the entire authority of the order of uh, one of the of one of the colleges of wizardry behind us. And the watch thinks that the college of wizardry is full of chaos people and no good people. I don't know how much influence your college has, but it's probably not. It has a lot of influence, more than I think we're going to get credit for. Like, there's like 50 or 60 wizards in that college, minimum. Like, they could probably reduce the entire watch barracks to a pile of smoldering ash. They have more influence than you're giving them credit for. <laughs> Alright, I think we should go to the watch barracks. Uh, sure. Just seems wrong to tell the city watch that you want to break into someone's house. But why? Like, it makes perfect sense. It, wouldn't it just be better to just do it and then come up with the note if we get caught? If I thought there was the slightest possibility that we wouldn't get caught, I would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but there is no chance in hell that we're going to break down that door without somebody calling a watch. It's just not going to happen. 
So, in that situation, we have to go to them first. Fine. I disagree. I could break down that door in one fell swoop. I don't think so. I think experience has taught me that when it comes to you breaking down doors, it takes significantly more than one fell swoop. Mate, that was 20,000 push-ups ago. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't think so. Um, Is Intimidate on the veteran list? I'm getting that. It is. I want to buy that right now. You have the experience for it? Yep. I want to be like, let's see if the door can take some of this! And some of this! You intimidate down the door. Have you maxed out your weapon skill? No. You're going to buy intimidate over weapon skill. But I've got the strength for the the strength part of intimidate. <laughs> I'd be so good at it. Like, I would rape. Like, I could intimidate basically anyone into doing anything. What's your strength? 52. <laughs> That's not that good. 7 plus 20? For a mortal, it's amazing. Oh, well, I guess we get plus 20 for, uh, for, uh, for when you have the skill, right? Is that, yep. what, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. So you better intimidate, uh, you know, with the threat of force. Yes. Yeah. Do it, or I'll do 100%. So <laughs> what's, what exactly is the reason why you don't want to go to the watch barracks? Because you're afraid they'll say no? Because that puts us on the watch list. And now all of a sudden they're watching for us. They're like, oh, these blokes want to just break into people's houses. Maybe we should be watching them. Har har. Have you seen this spot before? People no. who, like, planning on breaking into people's houses don't usually oh my God. <laughs> go to the watch. That's an insane plot. Yeah, Daniel got totally fucked. Again. Well, there's not that much money in it, at least. Not yet. Not yet. They're getting it all in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> set over set? It's no, it's quads over set. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, it flops set over it set. It flops set over set. Which is ridiculous, quads. yeah. I've done that to a person before. But we got it all in on the flops. And really yeah, it doesn't really matter. You, but you, you got one of your small ones. I had a small set on a river quads, and he, he showed his higher set. And yeah. My two outer got there. No, one outer. Uh, I mean, if you think that we can, if you can charm them into not arresting us on the spot, I guess I'd be down hard. You mean not arresting us on the spot? They're not going to arrest us no matter what happens. What? Okay, if I was on the city watch and someone says, Oh, hi, Mr. Watchman, I want to break into someone's house, I'm probably going to strike to stun that guy right away. <laughs> Even if the guy's saying you're not on the watch. Well, fortunately, I'm not planning on saying that. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. You're going to be strike to stunning all the time now, aren't you? Because, like, oh, strength test. Okay, fine. Let's go visit the watch. All right, we go to the watch barracks. All right, uh, there's there's a sergeant uh, who asks you for your business when you walk in. Uh, greetings, sergeants. I need to talk to the watch captain. I'm on urgent business from the Celestial College. Um, and what is your business? Um, well, it's confidential, you understand, but uh, uh, I need to talk to them about a the criminal that's been hiding in Altdorf. I, I see. Um, I can I can help you with that. Really? Mm-hmm. And what is the criminal's name? 
Uh, the suspect. He's not a suspect. He's a criminal. Suspected criminal. What is his name? Ellen? Lorinderall. Uh, Yes, it's an elf by the name of Lorinderall. Um, hmm. Can't say another man, but uh, yes. We need your assistance to conduct a search of his residence. Uh, usually, we find these matters ourselves. What is what, what is what has he done? Um, he's a he's, he is aiding and abetting a uh, a known witch by the name of uh, Atalka Herzen. Uh huh. And um, and how do you know this? Uh, we have uh, recovered some of Atalka Herzen's possessions, which included a uh, letter from Ellen uh, Lorendral, uh, wherein he um, announced his support. Uh, all right, well, I'll, I'll see this letter you speak of. I showed him. Okay, he, uh, he looks it over. Um... He says, this doesn't really strike me as very very solid evidence of, of wrongdoing here. He's aiding somebody is from his almighty college. Um, I, I, I'm not sure I follow you. He says, I don't, I don't see how this letter here is uh, an admission of wrongdoing. He says he's going to aid... Somebody with a sending a, one of his one of his assistants to help somebody else. I just I just don't see a crime here. Oh, uh, the crime is that the person that he's sending the assistance to is a witch. Uh, and how do you know that? It's not even addressed to anyone. You can found it in the possession of Atalka Herson. Uh, hmm. He says, "Well, I guess we can we can ask. We'll we'll ask him uh, for his side of the story." He's not here. That's why we need to conduct a search of his residence. I says, well, I'll bring it up with the captain. So, check back tomorrow. Um, I, I, I don't understand. You, you realize that the uh, Celestial College is making an official request of the City Watch. Oh, really? Yes, that's what this paper says. And he looks over... Oh, so you showed the other paper? Yeah. Uh, he looks it over... Okay, so it's Celestial College meddling in our business. So it's, uh... All right, I'll, I'll show this to the captain, too. I'm telling you, mate. Just one swift kick and that dollar would have been down. No one would have known what was going on. Gotta love the bureaucracy. I see. Well, you don't understand. You understand that if the uh, if the Celestial, if the city guard is unwilling to cooperate on this matter, the Celestial College might have to take matters into its own hands. We can't have witches running about um, on the loose, you know. It's like, bad for the. That's for everybody. Says, I think you guys take matter into your own hands enough. <laughs> you might as well just continue on. We have better things to do than to run down your errands. I see. Then you will not object if the Celestial College conducts the search itself. Um. So if, if, if uh, as long as I don't hear about it. Perhaps you would care to um, uh, write us a short note to that effect. This is. Uh, mm, I'll see if the captain will, but. Uh, 
Uh, I don't really like to stick my neck out where it doesn't belong. That's how I keep my position. Now we're on the watch list. They're going to watch our every move. No, he doesn't seem to give a damn. I see. Well, we'll return tomorrow then. Very well. Oh, that guy's a dick. <laughs> Alright, we go to the... Um, we're definitely breaking in now. We have no choice. We go to the... That guy's definitely not breaking in. We go to the... Um, so we want to find out all we can about uh, those those guys. What are they called? The Signal Corps. Panther. No. <laughs> <laughs> we want to find out how the Emperor sends messages up and down the River Talabek. Ah, okay. Um... Yeah, so there's a... You ask around a bit, and there's a, there's an engineer's guild who handles that sort of thing. Okay, and, uh, we head over there. Okay. It's a it's a guild that... Uh, it's quite a few dwarves in it. It's about one-third dwarves. And, um... Uh... Yeah, so you're, you, you come in, and there's uh, people milling around, and... Um, so you want to ask somebody... What's up with the signaling devices? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's someone there to help you, and they, they explain that, that the Emperor has uh, tried to create a communication system along a couple of the major rivers, and uh, his first uh, his first reach of them is going to be along the River Talavec. And the idea is these these towers can flash... Um, uh, maybe flash is the wrong word, but can can signal long distances using um, like a bright fire with uh, with mirrors, and uh, and if you build them at the correct distances, then uh, um, then then uh, messages can be passed all along the river very quickly. Uh, so they're constructing the first couple as sort of a as sort of a test of um, whether or not it will work. Where are they constructing them? Um, they're they're being constructed, um, you know, every few miles uh, going along the, going down the river, so starting far, at Aldor. How far are they gone? Um, not terribly far. It's a relatively new endeavor. Um, uh, two have already been constructed, and the third one is being constructed right now. And it's how far outside of town is it? Um, each one is about seven miles apart. So it's about twenty miles outside of town. Yeah. Um, I asked him if there's a dwarf working there by the name of whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's uh, something wrong. Cosnar. Uh, Cosnar. Uh, yeah, I think we can look through their files to see uh, who's working at various sites. And uh, um, and yes, yeah, so there's kind of a, there's a fairly long list of uh, of people working on that site, but not terribly long, maybe. Twelve, and that name is on there. It's working on that. Yes, on that tower. and Cosnar is a member of Altdorf's engineering guild. Okay, I asked them if they've had any difficulties or unusual incidents in the construction of the tower so far. Um, not that they've been made aware of. I asked them if anybody else has asked about this since they've been here, especially within the last three or four weeks. Uh, the person you're talking to has not heard any, any special activity about that. Can we ask like a couple other people in the engineer's guild? Okay, sure. Uh, make a gossip. Uh, I fail. 
Yeah, you're not able to locate anyone else. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything that day? Uh, no. uh, you have bust down that guy's door and take him to his house. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what we pretty much have to do. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess we'll do that. We'll, you want to wait till after dark? No, that will wake people up. Smashing a door. After you just dark. want to go there in broad daylight? Yep. It's, isn't it like visible from the street? But we wait until there's no real people coming down the street. We charge the door. Then we put the door back on. How about you do that yourself? <laughs> wait, smashing the only thing to do? Can we like silence our axe? And it's either that or wait for Zed to come back. Uh, well, I could like make a distraction, maybe. We call Wade. It's like, Wade, make a roll. Uh, I, I mean, I could fi- start firing off a bunch of marsh lights down the street. <laughs> we use a blunderbuss. I was like, sure, <laughs> like, walk away and fire in the air. Fire in the air. And then, like, right when you find it, it's like, pow. <laughs> 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 but you only have, like, one chance. Uh, yeah. That's all I need. You have other ways to make noises, don't you? Sounds. Can you cast sounds to like muffle noise? No. Um, no. Oh, do you know silence? That would be amazing. No. Silence would be the shit. Because then we could do it in the night. No, I don't know silence. Some bitch gal hunter experience. Can we. Is it really stormy out? If it's like stormy, we just pretend it's thunder. Watch the lightning count to three. One, two. <laughs> exactly. The thunder comes through. Uh, no. It's, it's nothing just nice. Oh, jeez. Wait, so... What did... So has anyone seen... Kazaran? Like, when was the last time he reported back to the guild? Um, he hasn't been in Aldor for a while because... Um, has been out working on the various signal devices. Alright, well, we can do whatever you want to do, Trax. We tried it my way and I failed miserably, so. Now, if you want to break that door down, go for it. Alright, Trax goes, please tell there's no one watching, just ram with his shoulder. Um, sure. Uh, make a strength test. You have to play it. No, no. That's a really good roll. You should have to it. Three degrees of success. <laughs> Three degrees of success. How fucking solid is this door? Um, sorry, you wait like a while until there's no one just obviously on the street, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and you guys are just sort of standing around, like minding your own business, like like a guy, a guy at the bottom of the staircase. What's that? A guy of average strength. It's not even possible for him to be this good to get three degrees of success. Um. Someone like looks in our direction and be like, "Oh, I tripped." Okay, uh, it makes a it makes a pretty significant sound, and uh, you knock the uh, you knock the door jam in quite a bit. The door doesn't like fly open, but uh, it looks like it wouldn't take even a really significant blow to open it at this point. All right, he'll back up and hit it again. All right, go ahead. 
Oh, that's pretty good. Ah, fail. Um, okay, so you, you failed with any degrees of failure? Many. Okay, you make no progress on it, but it does make some noise. Once okay, he looks around. Um, I'll see how long it takes to go, and I'll make a How about we let's just leave and come back in an hour? No, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Alright. We'll come back and there'll be a city watchman standing at the door. We've already gone this far. Okay, I, I crush it. Four degrees of success. Okay. Um, Alright, so take you three tries. Okay, let's see if anyone notices you. Shadowing roll. Can I do it in the shadows? Um, no. Um, uh, yeah, no one starts shouting or anything like that. Alright, we go in. Or Trix goes in. Yeah, we'll follow in. And then he tries to replace the door as best as he can. Okay. Um, maybe we, um, Brutus should stay out here and give warning in case. Sure. In case the city watch is coming or something. A whistle or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so time is going to be kind of of the essence as you guys go in. Um, so there is there's sort of a receiving room or a living room, which is the first thing that you enter. It's got uh, it's got some furniture, and uh, the whole house is rather small. Um, you know, it's two stories, but each story, you know, the square square footage is not particularly big. Um, and then there is a there's just a door in the back of the this is a single door in the back of the living room. Alright, we open it. Okay. It leads to a bedroom. Uh with a with another small door off to one side. Um and uh yeah, so the uh the uh so that's gonna be so you're on round two. Um desks. We're we need desks. Okay. Um the bedroom has uh uh, books on shelves, and um, um, and there's a there's sort of a writing desk on one side, and then there's a bed. Um, you notice, and there's also a closet. Um, you notice that the uh, um, the closet is the the doors to the closet are open, and there's no clothing inside. Um, um, Let's see. On uh, on his desk are a bunch of papers. Um, you have to spend some time looking through them. If you we just pick, we just yeah, <laughs> just grab them. Okay. This is a smash. Okay. There are. Um, we also open up all of the drawers in his desk, and if there's any papers in there, we take them. Okay. Why don't you guys make a search test while you're while you're looking through the bedroom? <sighs> My dice have never failed me on search tests. Well, apparently mine have not either. I make it with one degree. Okay. Uh, I make it. I make it with two degrees. Okay. Um, yeah. So underneath his bed is a small lockbox. Take it. Okay. Um, on the bookshelves there are uh, kind of books and pamphlets that seem to relate to being a physician. 
that's about all that you find with two degrees. Um, okay, so that's... You're about on five rounds. Okay. Alright, we run. Okay, just as you guys are, are leaving, somebody walks up to you. And uh, he's kind of noticed that the door is kind of hanging ajar. You guys didn't close the door behind you? No, of course we, we closed the door. All right, well, it's sort of like off-kilter, right? There's kind of I put something as, that looks wrong with the door. I put it as much on-kilter as I could. All right. Well, they, I'm a dwarf. I have mining. <laughs> I've used that mining expertise. Um, sure. All right, you, you push the door back. Um, somebody comes by. So say, I, I heard a sound around here. Is everything Okay. Uh, yeah, I heard it too. Uh, I was just checking it out, but I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Um, it looks around. I guess right about this point, you guys are coming back outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the door is... doesn't really work. <laughs> so I'm going to pick up the door, put it over to the side, and we leave. Okay. Yep. Uh, the guy says, hey, is something wrong with, uh, with, the, with the upstairs door? Yeah, um, it's broken. It doesn't work right. Uh, the fish surgeon was complaining about it um, while we were talking to him. He was saying that uh, he was having some repairmen come and fix it tomorrow. And he says, I see. Um, why don't you make a charm test? <laughs> see how believable you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, I fail with, like, three degrees. Four degrees. Four degrees, okay. Okay, uh... He kind of gives you an odd look, and he kind his eyes kind of glance over to some of the books and the box that you're carrying, and he says, "Oh, uh, very well," and he sort of heads off. And we sort of he has sort of a quick he kind of quickens his pace. <laughs> so we All right, we go back to the boat and we leave town. <laughs> what? <laughs> Immediately. Have we bought everything we want to buy in Alfer? What is there to buy? I don't know, crickets, a flail, but I can't afford it. Oh. Well, I don't think we're going that far. Well, we'll have to do some retroactive buying of Zed's repeater crossbow. I'm sure he does that, like... Well, he can do that when he comes back, but we're leaving town immediately. I guess there's no reason to stay. Oh, we go back to the boat, we shove off, and we start heading down the Talladega. Head out immediately. Okay. Uh, Well, luckily for you guys, word does not get around in Altdorf all that quickly, and... Yeah, you don't have to witness that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I don't. I just don't see how much trouble one dude and a broken door can cause. We did take a bunch of stuff, but we took papers. It's not like we stole his medical books, or did we? No, no, no. no. We should have, but we didn't have time. But it's not like the watch isn't going to know who did it after we told them <laughs> that we were going to go do it. They knew it was the Celestial <laughs> College. They can file a complaint with the Celestial College. I'm sure they'll get about as far as we did. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be, like, wanted in. I'm sure we're not, like... We just, like, we'll come back in a few days or a few weeks or whatever. It'll blow over. It'll blow over. After all, kind we were wanted for murder. Kind of kind of like last time you were we here. We were wanted for murder last time. <laughs> and that's oh, that's over. right. It, and we walked, marched on into the box today. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering if you guys would remember that. But, uh, yes, it, it does seem to have blown over. <laughs> so if that blew over, this will blow over. Yeah, this will right. nothing. <laughs> I told you the direct approach. It's always the best way to go about it. Clearly, I underestimated the incompetence of the watch. <laughs> uh... I just won't give them any credit for having brains from now on. 
No, it's just a bureaucracy. That's how they work. Although, that is unfortunate that I didn't visit the Temple of Sigmar. I thought I was going to have at least until the end of today. Yeah, sometimes... Well, we told, I told you we were doing it your way, so that's how it worked out. All right, we, what do we get, what do we get out of all of that? Okay, so you take a look, um, a bunch of papers and a lockbox. All right, so the, the, um, the papers that were on his desk, most of them are pretty mundane stuff, but you do find something that's pretty interesting, which is that, um, it looks like he keeps a ledger of all of the bills that he pays, and sort of incomes and, and uh, fees and things like that. And, uh, you know, many of the line items are, are just sort of ordinary things like taxes and physician guild fees and things like that. Um, uh, some of the more interesting things is you see that there are numerous payments to um, something called Rotham's Rare Books um, that he buys from. don't really know what that means. Um, we'll have to look into that the next time we're in town. And then there is... There's also, each month you see in the ledger, there's, uh, there's payment to an Otto von Husselbrock. And the note that he writes next to it each time he makes the, the payment is classroom. So that's what you find there. Um, we'll have to check in the both of those things the next time we What was that name again? Um, Otto von Husselbrock. H U S S E L B R O C K. So I'll put him on the NPC page. He might come up later. Okay. Uh, okay, and then the so box. then he has this lockbox. Um, okay, in the. In the lockbox, it looks like he keeps his important documents in there. You see his Physician Guild membership papers. Um, there you also see he has this old painting of a young female elf who's quite pretty. Old painting of a young female How big is this lockbox? Oh, so okay. it's a small painting. So it's a small painting. It's a small painting, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like as big as a piece of paper. Really. Oh, okay. Um... And then there's also a a letter that's addressed to him that's uh, pretty interesting. More handouts. Overwhelm you guys with handouts. Why don't you read it this week? My dearest Lorndell, you must know that I keep a close watch on all of our members, and I should not mean to make you aware that I know much more than you do. Nice guy. Yes, I know of your little sect within Altdorf, and I am most dismayed by it. The changer does not consort with the prince... And when the end of days comes, your soul will be torn to shreds by power you cannot imagine. Okay, I'm sorry, you like this guy. <laughs> I wish to meet with you in person, and I hear, and hear what you would say for yourself. I'm currently residing in Middenheim to ensure our endeavors in that region are going according to plan. Meet me over there on the last fest day of Fleet Sight at the Wolf's Fang, or I will have to assume the worst. You as much as anyone should know that our network reaches into every corner. You cannot run from it, and I... Should I be forced to turn it against you? The Archer Lumen. P.S. I've also heard that our Magister and Petty Mentius has been avoiding contact with us. Uh, if the two of you are in some new consortium, both of you will be punished by fate far worse than death. That's interesting. This guy apparently knows Petty Mentius. What's that guy's name that wrote that letter? The Arch Lumen. Wait, we knew that M.I. stood for Magister Impedimentius before now? When did I miss this? Oh, that's who that is. I did not make that connection, but that's a really good 
Wait, who signed the letter MI? MI. He wrote the letter to a telegraph. Which letter? Oh, wow. That makes so much sense. Uh, the, the second one. Let me see I that feel letter. like such an idiot. I should have made it. I should have seen that immediately. Wait, not, not this that, one. Not this that is that one. the one that came from a hundred years ago. Must be that one. Yes. What is the state? The last best egg of the God, empire. I feel like such an idiot. You're absolutely right. That's definitely Magister Impedimentus. Did we know Magister Impedimentus before? That? There's no Magister Impedimentus written in the NPC column until we, I wrote him down. Well, well, that's because his real name is Castor Aloysius Liber. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. <laughs> I don't... Wow, what was this? Wow, so I'm MI. You are. <laughs> Uh, that's totally our in with these people. <laughs> so yeah, I just like I just like meet up with a uh, Laurendrell and be like, "Here so I am." Like, what I'm in what my, day is it? Uh, we're on Sigmar Zeit four, and the final when best day of Bluestone well, song was seven days ago. Oh God! Well, we should go to Middenheim anyway, I guess. How far away is it? I don't know if there's any point in going to Middenheim now. We've got to find we've got to find Asnoran uh, before he gives this object to Atelka. Uh, it may be too late for that. Atelka's had like a two and a half week red start head start. But we've got our own bug. Plus, there's the furry friend to consider. I guess. Wait, that was seven but days we, ago. So we were just like out on the water for like the last eight days. I mean, we blew like a bunch of days. You learning how to become a sergeant? Three days on that, but and like three days. But even so, I don't think we could have made it. Things would have had to have aligned really well for us to actually intercept We would have had to finish in Grisenwald in like a day in order for us to even have had a shot. Because Middenheim is a long way away. Oh, really? In fact, you can't even get to it by boat. (laughs) So, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's minimum like four-day coach journey from Althorf. So where do we go there from now? Or where do we go now? We still have to try and find that dwarf. I mean, or trace him. I'm sure he's not there. Well, I'm not sure he's not there, but I don't I doubt that he's still at the signaling post. Go back to Grissomwald? What's in Grissomwald? No, Dwarves. we don't we, we s- random dwarves. <laughs> hey you're a dwarf, is your name? <laughs> I don't know where dwarves hang out. Yeah, Apparently, it's shitty towns. We sail up the Talib Pine to the signaling post. How far away is that? Uh, about 20 miles. Oh, that's not How long did it take us to go from Nuln to. It took us like four days to go from Nuln to. It's not mentioned under Castor's entry that he was Magister Impedimentius. Someone, someone got the. Drop the ball when they were I, the it didn't seem that relevant at the time. Because we thought the guy was dead in this. Yeah, you were the one that said it was like, oh, this is a chapter one. Yeah, seriously. That guy thought it was my chapter one. I'm trying to track the guy down, and you're like, bah! 
I have more important things to worry about, <laughs> except for they're apparently the same things. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who am I was. <laughs> Little did you know he's traveling in your boat. <laughs> Lucky me. God, now I really need to learn those stupid, stupid languages that they're like always trying to signal to me. Man, I can't remember when last time I dropped the ball. Alright, so we sail up the river. We should be able to make it easily. Where are we going? We're going to the the signaling post tower. Do I have to... Yeah, make your roll. Alright, windy. No winds. Or no... Or light winds. Uh, Headwind, minus one miles per hour. Okay, and you're going upriver now. (laughs) I'm going upriver, great. Alright, I'm going to need a... Uh, you want aiding? You want dumpling to help you out? Yes, please. Sailing. All right, he aids me. Uh, she does not. Though she has better agility than either of you. I fail at zero degrees. Did I aid you? You did aid me. I already rolled for you. Cleaning all door seems bad. Could have tried to discover other members of this sect. They might still be there. No modifier. We can still do that. One with the headwind. No reason why we can't do that in a few days. We go one mile an hour. God damn it. We don't get there after a freaking day. So you only get halfway there, huh? We only get halfway there. Damn, he- damn headwinds up river. Headwinds up water is like slow as fuck. So the changer is this demon guy that's going to change everything. Zeke. And all right, aid me again. He does not consort with the prince, which means that the retarded guy actually is working for him. Retarded guy? Who are you referring to? The prince, uh, Wolfgang. No, I don't think that's what that means. You don't? I think the prince refers to another demon lord. Okay, I'm going to need at least one aid. Otherwise, well, we're not going anywhere. I wouldn't anywhere. about that. I don't know which one. I don't know if I make a knowledge demonology check. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to be consulting your books while you do it, or just off the top of your sure, head? Sure, I can do it. Consulting my oh, it's only one degree. Um, Zero one. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, okay. Alright, one degree if I need to matter. Alright, we get there at the end of the second day. Um, yeah, so the, the prince is a nickname for another one of the chaos gods, um, Slanesh. Slanesh is known to be the, the chaos god who, um, of, sort of of desire... He's the one who kind of lures you into uh, uh, into chaos through you know whatever you desire most in the world, be it sex or be it power, money. Oh, an NPC sheet is about to get filled up. Pull another page out of the back, put it in the front. Uh, he's known for lowering in you know nobles and um, and uh, people in the upper classes. Who, you know, have these orgy parties and uh, participate in he- hedonistic activities. Sounds like the plot from the Night Gate. Oh, hi. And that is the prince. Alright, so we make it to the tower after two days of sailing. Okay, um, what time of day do you make it? End of the day, unless you aid me. Nope. Alright, end of the day. Uh, nope. Gosh, it's not really. Good headwinds upstream. It's really bad. Okay. Um, 
So you can actually see the signaling device from the river. Um, and it looks like it's under construction. It has scaffolding around it. Um, and it's being sort of, there's a, there's a stone structure underneath, and then there's a wooden structure on top. And the wooden structure is the part that's under construction. It looks like they're using the stone base as, uh, they're trying to get it as high off of the ground as possible. And they're building it, um, kind of up on the top of this bluff that's, um, pretty high above the river there. So, it's a, it, and there's a, you can see that there's a trail that leads, um, that leads up there. Um, so there's, there's a small dock, actually. It sort of looks like a temporary dock that's been built uh, right next to the signaling, adjacent to this trail that leads up to the signaling tower. All right, you tie up. Okay, you tie up. Um, there's no one right around here. Do you guys want to hike up to the signaling tower? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you arrive, um, oh, about, I'd say, half an hour, 40 minutes before sundown, and they're still working on it. Um, and, uh, but, uh, it'll be funny if the book is actually there. I didn't even consider the possibility. Um, like, hey, you got some chaos artifact for us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I imagine it was a Sorry, I have to bear with me for a second. Man, that makes it more important than ever. I really wish we'd found that guy's address in Rome. Should have fortune pointed that gossip check. Well, I thought there was a chance that no degrees of failure might have been good enough. Well, at least we were sort of that right thing, you know. Alas. Gosh, what a... Oh, I guess this guy's not a dwarf. What a weird name he has. No, no, no. This, this, the, the, the person who uh, you're about to speak with. Um, so there's a, there's a human who's a foreman, and there's two dwar- dwarven workers. And uh, his name is Anjuls. A-Y-N-J-U-L-L-S. And I'm not even going to go into his last name. Um, and... Uh, he, he seems kind of distraught as he sees you guys, and he says, uh, oh, Well, hello, well, what, what, what are you folks doing here? Yes. You're here to help. Did you just say yes? <laughs> You're here to help. That's really, that is really just what I was hoping for. Uh, I, I have, I have uh, written two letters to the, to, the, uh, to the Engineers Guild asking for more assistance, and uh, it's just wonderful that you guys have finally arrived. Only one dwarf? Well, we'll, we'll make do. On... Well, the, the engineers still didn't exactly fill us in on what exactly is going on here. Perhaps you could tell us what you need us to assist you with. 
Well, sure, it's uh, the construction. We need to have this finished as soon as possible. We're already way behind schedule. I mean, look, it's not even uh, it's not even two-thirds built. I see. Why is it taking so long? Well, we've lost half of our half of our dwarves. Why? Half what? of our dwarves. Lost, you say? Well, uh, you you didn't read the letters. No, like I said, they didn't tell us very much. Well, actually, it's surprising you're here so quickly. As the letters were sent just a few days ago. Well, um. Favorable headwind. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well, it, it is great that, that uh, I, I guess the, uh, uh, yes, when uh, two of the doors left and uh, traveled back to Altdorf, I guess they made better progress than I, than, than I would have thought. But uh, it's great that you're here. Which, um, which doors left? Um, uh, Minky and uh, Shellmark. Oh, no, I don't know either of them. That oh. name's recognized. What's the name of the dwarf? It's Cosnaron. Uh, I'm not writing down Minky and Shellmark. Minky is the nickname. Um, That's right, I'm Chasnar, but you can call me Minky. <laughs> 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 friends with Mork, I guess. Uh, so uh, he starts to, uh, since, since he, since... Apparently, you haven't read his letter. Um, he, he he explains how um, uh, that um, that uh, about about a week ago, um, a uh, a lady who was in the company of five men uh, came up to the signaling tower. Hang on, I, I interrupt him and I describe Ernst and I ask him if he was one of them. Uh, he says, yes, that sounds very familiar. I thought so. <laughs> you can't describe a guy like that without drawing a picture. You just can't. Um, well, when you're describing one out of five people, it's a little bit different than when you're just, like, saying... Describe the lady or Ernst? Ernst. Oh, so it is Ernst? Yep. Well, it's a little bit different when you're saying, did one of these five people have these features, as opposed to, does anyone in Altdorf have these features? We know. Or, or not, maybe that wasn't quite what no, we were it going was, for. Um, I asked the guy, the shopkeeper, who lived across the street from Lorendral, if right. you've seen him. Does any regular of your store have yeah. this? Yeah, that guy has a lot more than five regulars, right? So possibly describe him. But, uh, <laughs> but on top of that, maybe Ernst just never went to the store. But in a strong possibility. But in any case... Um, uh, yes, yeah, so he does seem to, he does, he does, he does mention that, and, uh, he says that they, that they came by, and, uh, and, uh, they, they stayed a night, and then they left, um, and, uh, one of his dwarves left with them, uh, he, he, he believes. Now, do you, do you mention the name Cosnar at, at any point? Um, yes. Okay. Um, I, when he says one of the dwarves left with them, I say, um, Oh, that wouldn't be Cosnar, would it? Well, uh, yes, it was Cosnar. Uh, he he seemed to know them. So when they came up, uh, he he introduced them to me, but uh, I didn't pay much attention. I was more concerned that Cosnar was busy talking and not working. And uh, he 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 said that they were planning on staying a night uh, here uh, here at, here at the tower. Um, you know, we have our tents that we that we stay in, and but they decided to uh, to sleep uh, in the construction in the partially constructed device. Uh, it, it is it is a good enough shelter at this point to keep out the rain, so I guess it made some sense. Um, but uh, but the next morning they were all gone, including Cosnar. So I assume he went with them. They're gone. Yes, they they left early in the morning. I I assume. Um. 
their boat their their boat was gone when we uh, went to check on it, and we looked all around for Kazgar, and we didn't we didn't find him. Oh, they had a boat. Yes, they came by ship. Um, was it like our boat? Um, yes, it was somewhat like your boat, perhaps a little bigger. A little bigger. Did you happen to notice the name? Mm, can't say I did. I only saw it from up here on the bluff. Kind of looks down. You can kind of see your boat from from this bluff that you guys are on. Um, he says yes. So, uh, uh, so then, in the days following, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, one of one of the dwarves who was working here was uh, found hacked to pieces uh, outside of the camp, and uh, that was most disturbing. And then uh, two others went missing after that. That uh, oh pe- people believed that they were dead, and so uh, uh, well, a number of uh, of my workers here, they uh, well, they just left. But we have a deadline to meet, so uh, I-, I tried to convince as many of them as I could to stay. But only two have stayed now, after uh, after uh, Minky and his friend left. Oh, but I am asking for more workers. I-, I I hope they come. Well, um, there seems to be a bit of an understanding. See, um, the engineers guild told us that. Um, there was some sort of disturbance at the work site, and they asked us to come and see if we could clear it up. Ah, well, there, 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 there does seem to be some disturbance. I mean, something killed, uh, something killed that dwarf. Where did and you I don't know his body? Th- uh, well, we've buried him by now, but I can show you. Where did you find it, though? Ah, yes, yeah, so I'll show you where we found it. Okay. And this was one day after a telescope, after the lady uh. and her five retainers <laughs> left. <laughs> so I did the experiment didn't turn out as much as he wanted to do. So the, uh, so the timeline is they slept in the tower um, the first night. That was a week ago? Yeah, roughly a week ago. He doesn't have the exact date. Um, really? He seems like the kind of guy who would have the exact date. Um, eight, nine days, something like that. Um, um, right, when we can figure out what day that would be. It could be important. All right. Um, what were we doing on that day? Um, okay, so... Oh, that was the day you went looking for Kester. In Nuln? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you guys were in Nuln at that time. Um, so they stayed there one night. The next morning they were gone, and work continued normally. Um, the following night, uh, they f- the following... Um, Night went by, and that morning they found this mutilated body. And uh, he takes you over to where, to where it was, and it's um, lean. It's uh, it looks like some blood got spattered against the side of the uh, of the lower part of the signaling device, where it's made of stone, um, sort of right outside of the signaling device. Um, and um, so that happened, and then. The uh, the night after that, there was nothing out of the ordinary happened. Um, and then the night after that, uh, two dwarves disappeared out of the camp. Like, they don't know what happened to them. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, and then in the following days, uh, there hasn't been uh, any more slayings, but a bunch of people have left since then. That's roughly the timeline. Okay. Um, um, so, when you built this tower, did you dig out the foundation for it? 
no, there was some old structure here that we're building on top of. Of there was. What, what did it look like? Uh, it looks just like it does now. We, have, we didn't destroy any of it. I kind of take a step back and look around the tower and see if I can ask you, like, what part of it was here and what part of it was did they build. Um, so it, it kind of comes up. It's, it's totally round. It kind of comes up, and then it kind of levels off at the top. It's sort of, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a turret, except much shorter. Did it, what, what, was it some sort of tower on the bluff? Says, I'm not really sure what this used to be. Doesn't really matter. It made a very strong foundation. We were very happy with it. Um, did you, is there any way to get into it? Um, not that I'm aware of. Probably could. The roof is made of wood. So. Um, could you show us? Um, sure. So he, uh, uh, he takes, he takes you inside and, uh, the the other the other two dwarves are, are doing some work at the top and they're climbing down and finishing up their uh, you know it's kind of gathering their tools and things like that and going back to their camp. Um, so uh, before they go, I ask them, um, you haven't by any chance heard any strange noises or seen or seen or heard or smelled anything unusual coming from the structure beneath us beneath you? Have you? Um, they 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 uh they haven't, but they say they've heard they've heard some noises at night coming from the tower, which has like spooked some of the dwarves. Really, what sort of noises? Mm, like uh, kind of like a calling from long in the distance. Even a in a uh, kind of as uh, the and the dwarves kind of describe it as uh, the sort of calling that dwarves do when they are. Communicating across the mountains, and shouting to each other, for, say across a gully or something like that. Does it you know sound like means? it means anything? No, they've never heard any words. Okay. All right. We examine the floor of this tower or the roof of the structure. We try okay. to find a way into it. Um. Sure. Uh, make a search test. Can you just tell us how to get into it? He doesn't know. Zero five. On fire yeah. search tests. Um, Gossip tests, no such thing. Search tests, I'm all over those. Um, Five degrees of success. Right. So you, uh, um, uh, in fact, you find what looks to be sort of a secret entrance into the uh, area down below. I show it to him. Uh, yeah, he looks surprised, and he says, "No, don't go down there." Why not? Um, I heard to clean up this mess, mate. We have to go down there. He says. He says. Uh, we gotta get to the bottom of this. You why see? don't you want us to go down there? Well, I, 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 I just think it's dangerous. Undoubtedly, it is. Says, uh, you know more than your landlord, mate. You'd best tell us. He says, "I told you all I know." He has to make a bluff check. <laughs> he fails. <laughs> it's possible he's telling the truth. He, um, he, he seems very concerned, you know. I mean, this this entire time, I mean, he's he's just been very nervous the whole time he's been talking with you guys, and uh, you know, I mean, he's been kind of fearing for his life while he's working right. under, working under he's this deadline. Sure, that's um, 
Are you sure? <laughs> Except I didn't actually take it. Uh, are you sure you didn't hear over? Um, are you sure the woman didn't tell you anything, or I started didn't overhear some of their conversation, perhaps, and, and like that would enlighten me. us as to the reason why your workers have been disappearing. Ah, uh, I do the whole. <laughs> Brutus is like cracking his knuckles behind me. <laughs> yeah. Um. He says, "You know, honestly, I didn't even speak with her." Well, um, but what about your other dwarves? Did any of them speak with her? Any of your workers? Uh, well, Cosnar did, obviously, but uh, that's about it. What did her other retainers look like, other than the gentleman previously mentioned? Um, they were previously deformed. <laughs> I think if they were, he would have told us. Uh, well, two of them looked to be sailors, uh, and the other two were sort of larger, brawny men. But they were men. Yes. Alright, mate. We're definitely going... We're going in for yeah, the old I building. Mean, the answers lie below. Yes. Sorry, we'll take your warning advice, but we need to get to the bottom of this. Although oh, well, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad you've came. This is, uh, perhaps if you can root out our problems, then the dwarves will come back. Although we might just wait for our mates before we go down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> sure. Might pick it up there next week. Uh, yeah. Or on Thursday. Alright, so, uh, yes, as you open the, the secret trap door, there's stairs leading down, and we'll end the session as you guys descend into the abyss.